Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. That's going to probably be my running joke, but hey, we're good two weeks in a row after a one-week break. This week, we're going to talk about the obvious topic, the live letter number 54, and also our guest has something, a project they're going to be starting up soon, and we want to give him some airtime to talk about it, and he also really wanted to come talk about Nier. So before <laughs> he's smiling, you guys can't like see it him. yet. He likes Nier. So I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pogrom. Of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka never gets any legendaries in Borderlands 3. Sly, how you doing? But I did. You did. You got a few. I, I, we changed it. We turned your luck around. Yeah. Proud of you. One day you'll have as much as we do. It's okay. And uh, we needed to bring on someone who was more of an expert in Nier, and it just so happened that uh, he's starting up a new podcast, which we'll talk about a little bit later. We brought Larry Zar. We asked Drac, but he couldn't make it, unfortunately. <laughs> what a butt. Yeah, what a butt I indeed. I hate that guy. <laughs> but you were, but you were able to come, so it's, it's good. We got, one, we, got, we got one of the two people we asked. Both of you. See, yes. you know, out of both of you. How you doing, he Larry? He playing Nier, though, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm doing good. I just started my new job, but, uh, you know, playing 14, making videos, the usual stuff. The huge. Always good the to have huge. the huge. <laughs> Excellent. Well, glad that you could join us. Uh, we don't have the pleasure of your, uh, of your, what's the word I'm looking for? I shouldn't have taken a sip right as I went to use a word. You're, uh, give me, what's the, your, you're here. All right. We're moving on. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Company. Words. Company was the company. word I was looking for. Words. You mean I, by drag company? I'm no, I meant we don't have the pleasure of your company. The phrase. We oh, don't have okay. it as often. Oh, I understand. Yeah. So glad I'm glad I'm not, I'm not the only one who's confused at this point. Present yes. was the word I almost said. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Moving on, uh, before we get started with the show, just a quick reminder, Steel uh, Steel Series does sponsor State of the Realm. I want to say it the other way around, but that's just how, how it's going to be. Uh, we do monthly giveaways for Steel Series. They've been sponsoring my channel for years, and they've been sponsoring State of the Realm for well over a year now. Free giveaways for people who check the YouTube comment section or the YouTube description, I should say. Uh, go enter there. It's monthly draw, and uh, you'll be able to pick a prize out of something off the website worth $79.99 or less. Don't have to be in the U.S., just have to be in any of the countries that Steel Series actually ships to. And with that, we'll be thanking our Patreon sponsors later. We have our Patrons of Darkness as well as all the rest of them. But we won't be reading the names. They are in the top right for anyone who's looking for their name. Now, with that, gentlemen, we will start with, as I said, the obvious topic for the show. The live letter number 54 from Tokyo Game Show. Mm. And after this one, I want to get your thoughts on this. And Larry, since you're the guest, I'll get your thoughts first. I, I almost kind of just wish they'd just forego doing live letters at live events from now on. Um, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I think this live letter was okay as far as like, you know, part ones go. Cause you know, part ones are usually pretty scarce for information. It's kind of just like mostly announcements of we're going to do announcements in the part two. Right. Yep. <laughs> so but I would definitely say the only thing I really wanted at least was a teaser of the ultimate. <laughs> and <I'm> oh! <laughs> I, I put out a tweet when that happened that I deleted the next morning because I knew it wasn't going to age well. It was, I said blue uh, balls ultimate. Right. Yeah. That, yeah that, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is this tweet's not going to age. Well. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't see like I don't know if you want to get into that right now, but I don't see why they couldn't have shown like even a you know like a silhouette like they did with Bahamut. Well, before we dive into that, I will let Sly answer the question as well. I think Kim and I have had some discussions about this uh, in regards to live event ones because not only was it a part one, but live events are always they're on the show floor and they're and how much time they actually have available has to be. Uh, kind of squashed, I suppose. So they just got to cram things out, like go, 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 go as quick as possible. So Sly, how do you feel about these uh, live event live letters after all these years? Well, in comparison to other live event live letters, I feel like they weren't really pressed for time. It, it, a lot of the time was spent with Yokotaro. A lot of time was spent with uh, Okabe talking about the music, which I'm kind of glad that we got Okabe to talk about the music because we did get the pretty awesome music that we, we mm-hmm. heard so i'm not i'm not discounting the time but it, it still was to be fair it still was fluff and um i expected a lot more information out of uh yoko Taro being there instead of it just being like it almost seemed as if they were at the steakhouse talking like they said they originally did but yeah in terms of uh you know main information we we got what we expected so i, I kind of yeah i agree with you happy i i do kind of want them to forgo live event live letters but at the same time we wouldn't get some of the little tidbits that we we actually do like which you know yeah and to be clear i don't think they will stop and it's not so much that it's bad cuz if it's that or no live letter obviously i'll take this it's just there's a clearly a different sort of atmosphere around it obviously it being live but more so in just what they're willing to talk about or how much they're willing to talk it just the special guest as you said always gets most of the time and as much as we wanted to hear from yoko taro i i still think that the hour 15 minutes that him uh okabe-san and uh uh i always forget the saito yeah saito-san yeah i uh yeah i i i I can't it's I lose a lot when I can't understand what they're saying and I need to go through a translator like it's it's harder yeah. for me to sit there and enjoy their hour and 15 minutes of just you know chilling and chatting about what it was like to work together right yeah I definitely feel like if we had completely understood like if it was in English for instance like just seeing like these two guys that you you know you really admire like especially like for me too like a lot of people I'm sure also admire Yoko Taro and Yoshi P. So like just seeing them interact and talk a lot would just be so much more enjoyable if you could understand every little bit that they were saying. In other words, go learn Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else can you do? Um, with that, there's, there are some things to talk about. Um, a few screenshots, a few, uh, a few little tidbits that we did learn about some of the changes coming in 5.1. And since you already brought it up, Larry, uh, one of the most anticipated amongst the hardcore raiders or people who have at least viewed the progression of it on YouTube Mm -hmm. or Twitch before is the next ultimate fight. You know, that really hardcore challenge that we have been dry for for pretty long time now since we didn't get one in 4.5. And they were like, we're doing one and it's going to be a secret. I was like, no, you can't do this to me. I've waited too fucking long for you to tell me you won't tell me. Uh, Okay. Uh, Like, it it really felt like a Kojima type of thing where he announces an announcement 
Because <laughs> that's re- literally what it was. <laughs> I was I was hurt. I felt personally personally slighted yeah, when like I I don't think I'm gonna be doing the ultimate, but I definitely still want to know at least what it was. <laughs> so we've had this discussion. Do you have an idea? Yeah, that was my where I was going with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea? Do you do you like do you have an idea or and or what is it that you would want out of the ultimate? Mm. I mean, uh, the easy answer is Alexander, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the toss up. It's, it's probably Alexander, something that I would want. Um mm-hmm. the 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 fiends is cool. Um the warring triad. Yeah. The, yeah, the warring triad. Another cool thing that because I I would love a Thornton ultimate, but Thornton by itself isn't enough. You know, full ultimate. I say that I say that all the time, and people just go, "Oh, just fight all the knights this time." And I'm like, "We fucking did enough. that already." And the half yeah. of them are copy paste of the same knight. Yeah, they're not. It's it's not enough for for only Thordin. So like, you could make it, and I don't know if this is too obscure of a theme, but you could make it of like the Nidhogg eyes. So like, you know, Thordin yeah. was because of Nidhogg eyes. So then Ned, Nidhogg would also be in that and fight. So would Shinryu. And Shin, yeah, that's true. And Shinryu. So those three could be an ultimate fight. And that would be really cool. I, I just don't know if that's too loose of an interpretation. I don't think together. it is. I, I think my hopeful interpretation is actually a little looser because Thornton's original goal in going to Asasla was to absorb all of the ether that was stored there. And that was the ether of the Warring Triad. So he was effectively mm. going there to absorb the Warring Triad. So right. my other one is to throw him into the warring triad as like Ooh. the as the penultimate like controller of so the three. so kind of like like, like the Ultima like controller. you fight the three primals yeah. so like the three the three uh, warring triads yeah and then and then Thorda yeah that'd be cool I just think that's too I think that's too loose I think the eyes you can get away with I think this is a little too like he never explicitly said I'm going there to because he didn't know what the warring triad was. You know right, what I mean? He was just doing it. Yeah, he was just doing it. So it's like too loose an interpretation. But that's yeah. I think Thornton on I think Thornton on his own is just lame. Right. And I love Thornton. He's my favorite yeah. primal in the whole game ever since he Me came too. out. Yeah. the The fight itself is amazing. I just don't think there's quite enough to warrant like a 13 minute fight. <laughs> 15. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, how long do you want? 15. 15 is the minimum. How long? How long was Ultima's about 15? And Bahamut's about eighteen. Oh, for some reason I thought Bahamut was fifteen. I think I think with I think if you exclude the time you're not actually fighting, it goes down to like sixteen and a half or like sixteen something. And I think really uh, fast groups also get it done closer to like sixteen and a half, seventeen or something like that. I might be thinking of that because when we were doing it, it was like after we had gear in and stuff like that. So maybe that's why I was thinking it was around the fifteen, sixteen minute mark. That makes sense. So old Uwu was like the 15 mark and Ukab was like yeah. 15. But they also said the next one's going to be a lot more like Bahamut. And I don't know if that's because it's not going to have a trick like 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 uh, Woken. Like it's going to be more direct and it's just going to punish you like to hell and back. Or if it's going to be like 18 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just adding time to the fight itself adds a whole lot of prog. So, you know, sure that, that just kind of either superficially or just artificially just adds more time to prog because it takes more time of better execution. I was actually going to ask you what you think, what you guys think of what kind of difficulty it was going to be. But I, I think they did say that it was going to be kind of 
Bahamut difficulty, but I don't know. I don't think they said that they wanted to have that type of uh, that long of a fight anymore, though. No, yeah. I, I, how do you, what do you think, Sly? When the, so let's let's take the quote. It will be closer to Bahamut. I think that's the, as close to the exact quote as we got from one of the interviews. It, it says yeah. nothing about time difficulty. Just that statement on its own. How, how do you interpret it? Mm, a happy medium of time and difficulty. So, like, instead of 15 or 18, think, like, 16, 17. 16 with Bahamut difficulty. See, now, I guess that, this, is, this is a whole other discussion. So, Sly, how do you, when you say like Bahamut difficulty, I mean, how do you really view Bahamut versus Ultima? Because they're both the same difficulty, but, like, they're so differently designed that, like, out, putting the three extra yeah, minutes aside. Yeah, Bahamut would probably be the better word. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like with Bahamut, you feel once you got the gold, you feel like you you get the gold and you wipe. You feel like there was time wasted. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know what you mean by that. Actually, I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you mean by that. Because when you, you get can... when you get past suppression on Ultima, it you feel like the last twelve minutes just didn't happen. Right. When you get to Golden on Bahamut, you're like, okay, please. Your fuck, heart don't. is racing. Yeah, please don't <laughs> fucking wipe. Please I don't wipe. You're the one that causes the wipe. (laughs) There's there's a certain phrase that should never be said in a video game. How does anyone get hit by that? And the lovely phrase of how does anyone get hit by Exaflares should never be uttered by anyone. Mm -hmm. It's uh, you're just begging for bad news bears. The best one is no one gets hit by the missiles and Guardian. Who who gets hit by these missiles and Guardian? You're like, uh oh, it's happened to at least one person. The way I interpreted it, the thing that Yoshi P said about like the Bahamut difficulty was like, um, at least what I think is like the Bahamut difficulty is um, more mechanically intensive for execution. And then um, Uwu, I I didn't, disclaimer, I didn't do Uwu past like Ultima. Um, It's it's more like it's not so difficult execution wise, except for like small portions of it. Uh, the the vast majority was figuring it out was the difficulty for Ukab. I would say for a lot of that, the actual difficulty is just executing the mechanic, even if you know how the mechanic works. So what I would hope and like, just like a personal wish would be for the new ultimate to be the same type of time frame as Ultima, but with the same execution difficulty as Bahamut. Is what I would like. Twintana so no gimmicks, begins, no working gimmicks or anything. Well, no gimmicks. I guess are okay. Like you know, just interesting ways to figure things out. Like, but I think there's a way that you could combine those things and and have an interesting mechanic like that, like how Awoken was, but also be difficult just to execute in the first place, even if you know how it works. You know, under that interpretation, my version of Alexander in my brain could never happen. Because my version of Alexander, like how I envision an ultimate of that, is a lot more like uwu. Like I, I Sly's heard this before, so bear bear with me here. I was like to start Alexander like at fifty percent of his like final form's health, but then he sends you back to the beginning of the fight, and you have to like get back to the same point with the debuffs he gives you. It's like you start the fight, he gives everyone debuffs, and you have to get back to that point of the fight with those debuffs. Oh. AKA, don't cause a paradox or you die. Yeah, because all the time stuff. Yeah, that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, so that's my idea in my head. 
Right. And there's no, that's nothing like Bahamut. That's like very, very Ultima weapon, like right. figure it out, like gradually and fuck it up repeatedly. And then have to go back and do it over again kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But like that though. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Like that's the thing. That's why I'm actually like them keeping it a secret is just so weird that I can't help but not feel like it's Alexander. Like, cause that's the easy answer. That's what's, it's like fucking with me now that they didn't tell us. But we don't have a lot of options either, so it's listen. Yeah, we like, don't. We got a ton of options. Just what they want to do. <laughs> but could there be a re like if we think of it that way too? Like, what would be the reason why they would want to keep it secret? Because it's not like the other two. <laughs> it's something mm. that is not what we think it will be. But I have a feeling it's just going to be Alexander, where they're just going to be like, we didn't want to tell you yet. Fuck it. But. Do you think it's a secret because they're just not ready to show any type of promotional material for it? A silhouette is hardly promote. Like <laughs> they have to know yeah, by now. They have to know by now what the bosses are. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So it's yeah. like to not have anything ready is like it's impossible. These are bosses that have been around for years. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, is it gonna? Are they gonna like crystal tower or something? Like are they gonna take like twenty four mans and like pair them down to eight mans this time instead? Like, is it going to just be that vastly different? I have a feeling it's just going to be Alexander and they just didn't want to tell us. That's what, I think that's just what's going to happen and we're going to be having this conversation for nothing. But. Yeah, I think it's Alexander. And then if it, if it is Alexander, you, you, it would be the three final bosses, right? Oh, I think they're going to do way more. I think Alexander is going to be a fucking trip, dude. I think because he's just going to open time gates and like bring oppressor missiles in and bring fucking living liquid balls. And he's just going to open time I, gates I, and like would, bring shit. I would want to include Pepsi Man. Pepsi, Pepsi Man has to so, be there. Yeah, he's so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> but I want him to like open up time gates, and like bring shit from all the fights, not just like the three. Because no one wants to see Manipulator so we're gonna get again. Nisi again. Yeah, we're gonna, I mean, there was Nisi in A8. It just like wasn't the same Nisi. kind of Nisi. Yeah. But everyone oh, wants God. Pepsi. Everyone wants Pepsi, man. Everyone wants Brute Justice. But then there's like, you can't ignore Ark. Like, there's a lot right. of you, fucking so cool. all fucking all thoughts himself is a boss. And he's like the mastermind behind the whole thing. So, you That's know, true. there's so many bosses that I feel like need to be there. Yeah. And Nisi, like I, I never did Nisi the real way. I did the sacrifice way where I, I was on Dark Knight at the time. And I would just like <laughs> it was so funny because we would we would everybody would sacrifice themselves. And I would living dead just at the time for it to take all the tank busters. And like it was such an, a f weird strat because just at the time where I would be dying from the living dead, that's when the healer would LB3 to raise everybody that died and subsequently would also heal me to full to get rid of my living dead. So it's just such a strange strat that I kind of would almost want it to be an ultimate because that's kind of like harder than almost anything that we have in Savage right now. Even doing that kind of strat, a sex strat, I think would be really interesting. I just, if they do Nisi, I don't want it to be anything more than like the way they did Guardian where they brought back Elegant Rot. Where it's just like mm. a portion of the fight, not yeah. hold it for the next 12 minutes kind of thing right because that yeah, like was... it's a dumbed down version of that old mechanic i was yeah. like we progressed all the way to almost a kill the normal way and then said guys it's been five weeks just kill yourselves and let's get this done <laughs> all right that was what, it. on a4 you mean yeah yeah <laughs> that was yeah. The, that was that was the conversation and how it went we're like we're just gonna suck 
<laughs> that's it. Just die, guys. Just jump into I mean, the fucking things. It, it it makes an interesting mechanic with the healer LB3 instead of just using it on, you know, damage. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Corvius anymore. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I got bad memories. Okay. Uh, with that, that's probably... I'd say there was a topic a lot of us were looking forward to the most. At least th those of us who, like, I guess a lot of content creators were looking towards Ultimate the most. Um, but that's not to ignore the basics that are there. New main scenario quests, I think, after Shadowbringers in particular, is also even people who aren't normally story people are probably like in desperate need of, okay, well, like, really though, what happens next? Yeah. And the only two pictures we have are a new Mo that's dressed like an admiral in the Crystal Tower. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? What was the other picture? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I should probably pull it up. Sly. Sly looks like he has looking, it. He's he's I'm actually he's super prepared they, I, all the time. I, I, I even forgot that there were two pictures for the MSQ in general. Ah, then uh oh and the and the chai. Dulla chai. Dulia chai, yeah. Yeah, Dulia Chai, yeah. The fat Who's that? fat Makote. Fat cat. Oh, oh mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like her. No, we don't like her. Yes, we do. No, we, we don't. love her. No, she's, she's killed nice so many people. <laughs> but she's a nice lady. But now. she's she, but no, no, she's killed so many people though. <laughs> she but she loves Alfino, and we love Alfino, so therefore we love her. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna respectfully disagree with that. <laughs> oh man. So, yeah, there's that. There's so many things that I feel like need to unfold. They, they, now is the beginning of, I think, the most important aspect of the future of 14 is they need to make they need to make us give a shit about Elidibus after everything that happened with them itself. That's going to be Dude, a tough task. Elidibus is so boring compared yeah. to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, before Shadowbringers, I thought Emic Selk was. Um, what's Arden? the word? What? Arden. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I just meant like he was stereotypical. Like I was just like, oh, this is the stereotypical bad guy who's just like flamboyant and likes to crack jokes. I was like, okay, but big whoop. It's just a black. It's just a bad guy. But then, of course, Shadowbringers comes around. I'm like, okay, Emmett Selk is. He's grandpa. He's the best guy. Ever. Why do you? <laughs> now we like. Now we have grandpa. First yeah. we had mom. Now we have grandpa. Yeah. Emmett, on Emmett on whose side family. of the family? I mean, he's great, 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 great grandpa. Of who? Us? Everybody. <laughs> I mean, technically, he, that's true. He is the <laughs> he is the seed whose branches have extended yes. forth. There mm. you go. Yeah, Elidibus is going to be a task. He seems to be. He seems to be like, all right, time to not act like a bitch anymore. You know, with Shadowbringers, but he might still be a bitch. You know, we we don't know. So I have another question on a little bit because we thought um, maybe I'm just not um, understanding this, but with a little bit because he has the white cloak, weren't we thinking at one point that a little bit was more towards the uh, he wanted like, you know, like all the other Asians had the black cloak. So we want they wanted to raise the darkness. And so a little bit was white cloak. So he wanted to raise the light to like uh, restore like a type of balance. But obviously, now what we know, that's not the case. So what is Elidibus? Um, I've got two theories. One is that um, in Zodiac saved the world. And in a sense, 
he is their light and as the as his name the voice of zodiac in a sense kind of like we have the voice of the mother um he rep- he represents sort of he he sees zodiac as the light and since he's closest represented to him he's mm-hmm. uh like it's just his savior you know kind of thing the other thing is just that uh he's just different from the rest and considering elitibus in tactics you know straight up becomes you know he he, he straight up uh is like basically the the not not, none of these are the right words but he's he's essentially the vessel for zodiac in tactics like you literally go into a deep dungeon find his ass and he's like i'm gonna use the stone and then here we go zodiac time you know zodiac like occupies his body he's basically yeah he's he's basically like guides him in a sense you know you you don't know that elitibus is that kind of Mm. bad until you get down to the the very bottom of that dungeon and so he holds it. He's very close. He's very closely related to Zodiac in tactics. Okay. So it makes sense that he'd be last, especially. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Sly? Why do you think he's got the white cloak? Think he just hates everyone else? No. I kind of went akin to like the words of the father kind of thing. He's not an emissary no more, though. He's tired of that shit. But like in the game, they never explain why he has a white cloak. No, they they they, right now. The only reason we have to believe that he has a white cloak is because he is an emissary, as he is proclaimed. That's the only real guess we have. Do we know what his rank was in that 14? He was a speaker. There you go. I thought that was La Habrea. No, La Habrea. No, we went over this last week. Yeah, when we when you did the thing. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because you said speaker for La Habrea first, and you realized, no. What in Aorzebia? Yeah. yeah. So, he so was, I got this one right. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I trust Sly with that okay. more than me. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After, like, I don't know if we wanted to talk about it, but after what we what we learned today with that um, with that short story. like oh, I, I just didn't get like, around like, to that today because of Borderlands. That's okay, right. So, yeah. Th- th- there's a lot of implications that that short story brought up. I got it. I'm just I'm not even going to I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I do need to pull up. Last week's was wonderful. Oh, I can already tell what this is about from the fucking name. The title. Yeah, dude, it was it was very, very, very good. It was the best one. The other three are good, but this one was. Chef kiss. Just amazing. Yep, I can already uh, divine (laughs) what that's what that's going to be. Yeah, I, I guess I don't really have much to say about it then. Because I haven't yeah, read that. We don't that. have to talk about it because, you know, it is brand new today. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I really want to. If I had read it, I'd 100% be making us talk about it right now. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Oh, well, I have something to do after stream before I go and level my Amara. Yeah. That's good. Yes. And it's also written very well, which makes me wonder, like, who wrote these things? Because it feels like I'm reading a book, you know? Dude, I could read. It's I could. So that's well. the thing. I don't want to ever say that because of World of Warcraft doing getting way too used to writing books. But then I also think like, yeah, so I could, good. I could, <laughs> I could do with more of this, but I you could know. totally do with more of this. <laughs> yeah. It's such, it's such a conflict. I'm so conflicted. <laughs> like I, I definitely wouldn't want so many books cause I wouldn't yeah. have the time for it. But if there was like one or two books of just this, like, exactly what's here, I would be like, yeah, I would be all over that. And luckily I think with 14, they do it in such a way where there's no way to take it out of the game necessarily. Like you can't remove that 
lore, that discoverability from inside the game. It's just about when it's relevant to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. and all, and it, it brings a little bit more enrichment. It's not like World of Warcraft, where they literally ended an expansion, then made the book that explains how the next expansion begins. Oh, like as in like it's not integral to yeah. understanding the next expansion. Yeah. OK. Yeah. This is just more like all, all of these short stories and like all of them so far have just been like, if you already like the story, then here's a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, because they they actually made a book of all these short stories, like I think a year, like a year or two ago. And then they included four more, which or, the, or they're I've, when they do release it, they're including four more that are not on the website. And I don't know if that book was already out, because I actually don't know what the other four stories were if it was already out. But I remember them I talking about, about that, that for a bit. Is that only in Japanese? Uh, probably. Um, but I don't remember. This was a while ago. I remember them mentioning it, but it's just kind of I kind of just forgot about it till now um, talking hmm. about it. Now I kind of got to go research that and see what it was, uh, what it actually ended up being. Um, next up, we have the new Beast Tribe quests. Now, for anyone who has not been following the fan festivals before Shadowbringers came out, they revealed the three Beast Tribes would be exploring quests with would be the Pixies, the Numo, and the Dwarfs. Um, and we got our first one, and it was the Pixies, which I think Sly locked in after I had said, I'm going to go with the Numo. Just because I feel like I want to know more about the new Mo before I want to know more about the Pixies. So that's a, that's one point Sly, Sly Jesus right there. Which one did you think we were getting first, Larry? Which one was on you? Which one of the three did you want first? Which were the three again? The Pixies, Pixies, the new Mo, and the Dwarfs. I would have liked the Dwarfs. Just yeah, like me too. Most. Especially when we get to talking about Nier later. <laughs> that's there. true. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like we're going to be following around a Dumbo Porksy with a hat. <laughs> and I, that better I, be the mount. <laughs> I've never really done too much of the beast tribes. I probably should, but I always felt like I always automatically assumed that a lot of the beast tribe stuff is also tied to gathering and crafting, which I guess maybe like half usually only is. one, only one mm-hmm. per expansion. Let's see. I remember What's the question? Like, like how many of them are tied to crafting gathering? One crafting and gathering. One. It's the Ik- One. the Ixal, the Namazu, the Mughals, and then I'm gonna guess the dwarfs. Hmm. Okay. I should probably do them. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done any of them at all in the entire game. So <laughs> there's a lot of great lore behind a lot. The Ixal I didn't finish. Yeah. I had to, I had to look up the rest of the lore because I got so tired of the Ixal. But um, a lot of them are pretty one? good lore. Yeah, that's the crafting one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they've changed it a lot it's a lot easier to do now but uh okay. I, either way um there's a lot of very interesting ones. the namazu so far were my favorite crafters gathers because those little fuckers are hilarious <laughs> so yeah. the enlightened has my heart <laughs> it's definitely good for the world building i would say right all, all yeah of the beast tribe stuff yeah and also the finale quests are good little uh n- not th- th- there's a little bit of lore involved in them um, but for the most part, they're just a fun way to have them all interact. And it's kind of like a, it's, it's more lighthearted. And I kind of like that. That's why I like Hildebrand so it's much. Like a, it's like the slice of life of Final yeah. Fantasy 14. Okay. Yeah, there's a conflict, but it's like, you clearly know the outcome and it's not going to take very long to get there. They're just right. fun. Right. And you get the friggin' Vanu Moogle dance combination, which is still a great emote. From the heavens or one. That's why I gotta do them. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good things. reason. Um, new Chronicles of the New Era quest. That's your hot dark apocalypse. We should that'll probably take up the biggest chunk, so we might want to come back to that one. 
Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instead, we have the next dungeon, which after the quality of dungeon we had in Shadowbringers, you know, I think the highest quality of dungeon we've had overall for an expansion launch. Um, this is high expectations, and they're starting off with some strong visuals. The Grand Cosmos will be the next dungeon, and I'm getting Vault 2.0 vibes. Same. I'm yeah, like, same back to Anorlando we go. Um, where do we think this is? Because I can't help but think of Yulmore. It's very Yulmorin to me, like very rich and very, very lavish and extravagant. My chat was going crazy. That. Like, yeah, I could see it too. Uh, my chat, w just from the the name of it, was was going like, "We're going to the moon," because <laughs> the because it's the cosmos. I was like, "Oh, you're right," and then and then it showed the vault kind of aesthetic i was like oh i guess it's not the moon <laughs> what if this is on the moon you don't know that inside the moon it looks like that i mean that'd be great dude what if the whole moon is just one giant like projection of a litibus like amarat is who knows dude you got way too excited <laughs> when i said that <laughs> you're like <sighs> that's amazing yeah uh yeah um i i, I don't know i guess i i would agree it would be Yulmore if it's if it's on the first, yeah. Yeah, the see when I first heard the name, I thought and chat brought up. I thought it was the Crystal Tower. I thought it was another portion of the Crystal Tower, like the twinning. Mm. Um, some people have in chat were theorizing an observatory, so Grand Cosmos, not so much the location as much as it is representative of what kind of structure it is. Mm. Um, so I, there's a lot of open endedness to this, but. I mean, if they can continue their dungeon design, like, I'm so happy with my expert dungeons now. I enjoy doing expert right now. Don't fuck that up. <laughs> Please true. don't <laughs> fuck that up. Because I hate, I hate hating expert. Yeah. So. Yeah, and any of the three right now are, are fine with me. Yeah. I just wish they do more dungeon mounts, like Alamigo. I love that. I was, I was like, oh, this is the start of a whole new era. Oh, yeah, because like it's a reason to go back and just grind it out. Yeah, and they added it in 4.1. I was like, yo, add something to Amarat. Give us a... What's his name? Give us a... <gasps> what's his face? Emmett as a mount. No, that's... <laughs> that's not what I was going to say. I was I was, I was going to say... part of that, please? <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody who's got like a Lalafell sitting on his shoulders or even better, a Rogadin standing on them. Yeah. <laughs> not, not even sitting. He's just got to stand on the mount, right? Yeah. Like this. Um, I, w I was going to say, what's his name from uh, Octopath, whose name they use there? Uh, uh, the Thief from Octopath. They share the same name. I, 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 my brain's not working today. Shadow, Tharian. There you go, Tharian. Tharian. There you go. The last boss, Tharian is a mount. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Tharian. He'd, he'd be a pretty cool mount. He ugly. <laughs> he'd be cool. Him ugly. That's that's very un that's that's very not nice of you to say, Larry. <laughs> How dare you? That guy ugly. <laughs> He's got like five heads. That's weird. I see. I see how you feel about Quinn headedness. I see. <laughs> uh, new trial, which they say secret, but they said it's exactly who you think it is. We're just not gonna say his name, which is really weird because the last. I guess this is because they were in front of a live audience. Because the last live letter, they literally like. Just started, they just they didn't care. They just name dropped all the spoiler related stuff. They didn't give a fuck. Here they were like, it's a secret. <laughs> like we already know. It's we know. It's Dying Gasp Extreme. It's dude. Yeah, it's yeah. that dude. Which I'm very excited for because Thornton maintains his spot because both his normal and his extreme 
music and atmosphere were fantastic. The normal mode is on par, if not better, than Thornton here. So if the extreme is on par better, he's going to take over as my favorite. Yeah, is definitely um, in the running for uh, becoming the best primal ever. Well, not primal, trial. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we got to do that designation. They stopped saying new primal like ages ago because they stopped. They they stopped being primals with the four yeah, words. Not essentially primals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's kind of maybe he kind of is. You know, kinda, sort of, sort of maybe like the way that the magic. If you read sort. the short story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he's definitely in the running. Um, j just looking at like the normal mode, there's definitely a lot of cool mechanics that you can do one thing that is interesting is like even in the normal mode you know how there's like um it's that phase that has the circles on the floor to and, and you have to occupy all of them to cleanse the doom like they could do interesting things with with that where like you have to do that and then do an, another mechanic that actually appeared a little bit before then so you have to make sure that you do that first and then do the other mechanic and then there's like he's got those pushbacks he's got those like whole room laser beams i can't wait to see the entrapments and people screwing yeah, that up he's got those he's got he's got those um the 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 tethers with the with the aoe under you so like i would assume that maybe like those would persist i don't you know i've been thinking that ever since bahamut since turn i always thought the final phase of turn 13 the earth shakers are going to be permanent they weren't right and i was always disappointed yeah. Still, I'm like to this permanent, day. permanent. Yeah, like permanent, permanent for the last few minutes of the fight. I would love that. World of Warcraft does that a lot, and it's something we've, I think we've only done with like Amjagud, and kind of at the very end of Hades, like he kind of like starts slowly like creeping up on the whole arena, but never like yeah. like like player placed AOEs that persist forever. Yeah, turn ten and Coil was really good with that because like the the longer the encounter went on, the smaller and smaller and smaller the arena you had to deal with all the mechanics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, that's really cool. I would like that a lot. Yeah. Well I'm like I said, I'm more referring to player dropped AoEs persisting. But like right. I, they don't they still don't do arenas like closing in like 10 very often anymore. Yeah, they don't even do that. Yeah. But like if it was like a combat, like essentially because of they persist, you have to you have to um, drop them all on the outside. And then so they persist and then you have to go in a little bit, drop them all on the inner outside like that. And yeah, you know, it's funny. Your whole arena chats bring up turn 10 turn. I've chested it in turn 10. The circles do disappear. It's just you kill it so fast that the three or four that you get are going to persist. Small hard mode was this lava scorpion where he like jumps to people and creates the lava puddles that grow every time he does it again. What? Turn 10? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I said small hard mode. Sorry. Let's say small oh. hard mode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those persist a little bit. Yeah. They do go away eventually, though. It's just you kill the yeah. fight in like a minute and a half. So they stay the whole fight. Right. <laughs> All right. And then when. <sighs> secret my asshole. The third ultimate difficulty fight. Secret. How many circles the are there? Gas, but not be a spoiler. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine circles. How many are in the dying gas? On dying gas, but also nine letters. It's not, it's not, it doesn't work the same. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Do they eight, even nine, do it like ten. that? Oh, no, no. I'm just counting because there's 10 characters in, in the new trial one. There's only nine circles in the ultimate one. Hmm. You know how many letters Alexander is? <laughs> A-L-E-X. I, I didn't... Okay, he's counting. 
<laughs> God damn it. Uh, hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Uh, job adjustments. They already talked about this in the previous live letter. They did confirm that ranged will be getting a, a slight buff. Um, which they kind of hinted at in the last one, but they were trying to be care. They said we got to be real careful with Bard in particular. They were they were very fearful of Bard reaching a point where it was considered mandatory over everything else. Um, how, how have you guys kept up with what people have been saying about job balance? Have you guys kept up with it much? Yeah, you play. You like Summoner, so you probably know all about it. <laughs> well, in raid right now, at least from my group. Like we're just super casual, but yeah. In my raid right now, we we raid once a week, and I'm actually raiding on samurai with them because we needed a melee. So I'm actually not playing summoner right now. But the from my understanding, the melee role right now is super unbalanced in terms of like, um, probably the most unbalanced it's ever been. Really, I, I think they're all very different to each other. And then for casters, so, like. It's so strange because, like, if I was a summoner right now, I would probably very heavily be like, I, I probably just do black mage. <laughs> Seems to be what most casters are saying. Yeah. Right? Like, fuck it, I'll just play black mage. Like, it does like a thousand DPS more. It does more. Than <laughs> like, well, on average, like at at least a thousand. Yeah. So, yeah. like, a, like a top summoner versus a top black mage, at least a thousand more. And it's like, does the raise really matter to? To lose that on a thousand DPS at least. <laughs> the so the biggest point of conversation in regards to black mage versus red mage in particular was think about this. Your black mage could be performing at 50% efficiency and still be as same. good as a top five percent red mage. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> now we're not saying half as much as that, like eight thousand DPS versus sixteen thousand. I'm not saying it like that, but like what right. the fifty percentile is right. on FF logs. It suggests that level of average performance. And like uh, a black mage losing cast, losing uptime, running around, not casting anything. Dude, black it's mage really is the most good. mobile caster of them all right now. Fuck yes, <laughs> summoner is so immobile. Like what the <laughs> what the hell? What happened? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of a mess. Some re I think they really need to nail this one job adjustment wise. Meanwhile, Sly's like, dude, Dragoon, just don't touch it. Dragoon is at such a good spot. It is. <laughs> it's been for such a long time, and as long as they don't fucking touch it, like he gets mad whenever they add something to it because you're not asking, and they do it anyway. Yeah, yeah like I, I. I'm like, okay, it's nice. Thank you. But dude, literally every show since 2.4, I think <laughs> is like me playing a job and going, man, they should do this, that, this. And Sly's like, I don't like clicking people for dragon's eye. <laughs> and I'm like, here you go. Ooh. And he's like, oh, I have a macro for that. All right, fine. Whatever. That's now you can use it on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be a greedy fucking bastard and like not care about other people's DPS and Give it to yourself. Yeah, that's fun. Even though uh, it's still yeah. when my dragoon does that, I get so mad at him. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you wanna know who's getting who's, who's been getting mad at me? Who's been getting mad at me? So so monk it's like, please stop dance partnering me. <laughs> and I'm like, why? And they're like, I just want to see my normal numbers. And I'm like, it shows you on FF logs later. The number that matters. You know? Yeah, you're like you see the number. You're like, I know this is like 15k right now, but I'm not actually doing that. Can yeah. I please just? 
<laughs> Meanwhile, our ninja was like, oh, I'm doing 15.3K. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That makes me sad as a samurai. <laughs> it was. It, I mean, I've seen a samurai do like 18K on E2. He was padded the to all fuck. The whole time? He was padded to all fuck, but, you know, okay, he's, the, okay. he's like dance partner with a ninja in the group yeah. and a red mage for Embolden. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so you know, when you upload it, it's like, okay, 14K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Essentially, yeah. It, it ends up being about that. Yeah. But yeah, Ninja. Ninja's in actually a really good spot right now. It just still sucks to play. It's, it's so good. Like, like the Ninja buffs like made it so like Samurai's on the bottom of the melee. <laughs> Samurai's ready to sit on that sword. Because that's how yeah. fucked they are. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty fucked. Yeah. I'm playing Samurai. But it's fun. It's so fun. I'll it's, just play it. It doesn't matter. if you, You're you either good enough. I always say you're either good enough to beat the raids or you aren't. It's the bottom line. Yeah. 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 It's all comes down yeah. to him. Sly, speaking of which, how's those pug how's those pugs going? Fuck them. <laughs> what what are you want what do you want right now in pugs? Three, right? Three. But I haven't had time since Iceborne, so Iceborne and Borderlands. You had a new game come out today, too. Didn't two new games come out for you today? Yeah, I Somnium Files, which I'm not getting to till Thursday because I'll be playing Iceborne and Borderlands tomorrow. So yeah. Nice. But yeah, fuck people. <laughs> people fuck it like it started it, it was okay until wow classic and then people just forgot how how common sense works and like oh all the good players left for fucking wow classic what the fuck is going on I'm like it's not the reason but <laughs> you were just bad anyway <laughs> <laughs> There you I'm go. using that. <laughs> I'm using that. You were just bad anyway. <laughs> you were just bad anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. My raid group is we're on Leviathan right now. We're super casual. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But see, you're playing with it's people like you, <laughs> you want to play with. Yeah. Like, yeah I want to play with them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the end of the fight. It's just people. Every group is like a roll of the fucking dice. Yeah, you gotta like reprog every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, makes sense. And I know I'm never gonna get like good numbers because it's gonna vary from run to run because of rando Calrissians. Rando Calrissian. Yeah, like what? No, no way. We need to unpack that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, they're. I called them rando Calrissians. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> Yeah. What is a Calrissian? It's the Star Wars. Lando Calrissian. Lando, Lando oh, Calrissian. Rando oh, Calrissian. I see. That's very clever. I like it. <laughs> That's clever. Sly, you just don't get the right to hate me for mine. You just don't. All right. What are you reading on right now, Happy Dancer? Yeah. <clears throat> That's is it fun? I have a lot of fun with it. Dude, every time I play with a black mage, I'm his ethereal manipulate like pylon. And just like he's just like go there, go there, go there. Oh, you're you're like the taxi. Yeah, I'm the taxi. The taxi service. Every time he needs to go someplace, I'm like, I'll be there <laughs> ahead of time so that he could get there in time. Exactly. The server delay. Yeah. Because I can just yeet my way across the arena in like two seconds. Right. So. You could be like, I'm over there. <laughs> I went I went off the edge once by accident. With that, it wasn't great. Okay, oh, yeah, because it's a fixed distance. It sure is. Yeah, Dancer seems fun. I yeah. haven't really gotten to play it at any game yet. 
Most people just meme on it, but I got I did I, my logs last week were pretty good. They were they were okay, at least my personal logs, but they could be a little bit better. I can do like twelve close to twelve K on some fights. Personal. Which isn't as good. It's not yeah, it's not too bad. But and then yeah. you have Eden, which is a disaster. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm around like the fourteens on samurai, so yeah. Yeah. I say that's good. Excellent. Uh yeah. next thing so this is was my low point. For the live letter. This next one. Yeah. Updates to Blue Mage. Mm. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. So just to start, I enjoyed Blue Mage when it came out. Because I actually got to play it more with the way it was designed in those two weeks that I played most jobs a whole expansion. Mm. That being said, I said there's not enough things to do on it. And they kept saying. There'll be more. We'll add more to Carnival or add new content for it. This was not the answer <laughs> that, I, that I was looking for. So level cap's going to be increased to 60. Mm -hmm. Most of us had guessed that would be the level cap they stopped at for this because I think they'll go to 70 in 5.3 and then stop there until the next expansion. New job quest. Cool. That's new story about the about the new world. I'm always down for that. And the more like Native America style tribes that, you know, live there. New mass carnival stages. I think the mass carnival was amazing and it has the most interesting achievements that we have in Final Fantasy 14 because they are actual conditional based achievements, even if they're really simple to pull off. Mm -hmm. Then we got to the new thing. <laughs> new question mark. That's kind of the theme with Blue Mage, other than the carnival. <laughs> the Blue Mage log. Form a party oh, with fellow tells. Blue Mages to complete specified duties. Receive various rewards, including allied seals and elegant tombstones. Certain duties will, will offer bonus rewards that change weekly. Okay. That's tells for Blue Mage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's even, even it's mass carnival, but for dungeons, effectively. They told me that they were going to put hardcore content for Blue Mage. That's what they said. You know, a Blue Mage can solo every level 50 dungeon right now. They don't even need the other three. Yeah. And That's you're telling tell me I'm going to do this, this. This is no. <laughs> they, they said specifically, I remember it was in an interview. They were like, we're going to put some hardcore Blue Mage stuff. I think you're going to be surprised. What, I'm surprised, the, all right. What, what's the hardcore <laughs> bloomage stuff? What? I thought I just, they meant like a hardcore mass carnival or something. I thought they meant. I thought they meant content. <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> something new that's hard. There's not, and still no mention of Palace of the Dead fixed parties, which has been Dude, a big question if it, mark. If it doesn't do that, it's dead to me. Yeah. That's it that's my ultimate to. feel. If they even if they need to at least acknowledge whether or not they're doing it in the next live letter for me. Like it needs to be like a sentence, just like you will or won't. Because at least then I'll know right. immediately how I'm gonna feel. Yes. Like I if they don't do it, it's like, why didn't you? Because there's no reason why you wouldn't. It's it's literally Blue Mage is literally the perfect job for Palace of the Dead style content. So why wouldn't you put it in there? So therefore, if it's not, why? Why? Sly, so I'll say this to you. I suddenly agree with your decision to not finish the Blue Mage log. <laughs> 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 uh, 
After my 108 Shiva extremes to get my one spell. <laughs> I gave up after eight fucking, um, what? Leviathans? Oh, Titans? No, it, no. Um, Garuda. Yeah, it was Garuda. I yeah. gave up after eight fucking Garudas. I got, I got one Garuda. That's it. I just got Garuda. Uh, Garuda took me four tries. Titan took me one. And the rest took, and Leviathan took me 10. Every other one's like at least 80. Yeah, I didn't do the rest. Oh, I haven't gotten the rest. I, I did all of them, but I haven't gotten them. <laughs> Valen's asking me, how many thousand needles to kill if we're hard mode solo? 372. I know because I soloed it. <laughs> <laughs> and you kept count. Well, he has 371,000 health. A thousand needles does. Oh, yeah, although I hit him a few times with a few other abilities. So he technically takes less than that. But I soloed, yeah, I soloed turn 10 and if it hard mode. As blooming, I'm sorry, two. Sorry, turn two, not turn ten. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> just putting that out there. <laughs> this, this to me is not what I needed to hear about Blue Mage. Same. I'm just not excited. It sucks. I needed the like definitely like we expected and we knew about the uh in five point one that they would be putting the sixty uh, level cap and new spells, so we already knew that part, but. Mm -hmm what I was expecting and hoping for was either like more mass carnival to the point of like, like uh, they were harder and more interesting max mass carnival things or like some type of other new content or I don't know, just hearing that it's essentially do some dungeons and you get some tomes. That's not very promising. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they just didn't tell us they didn't word it properly. Maybe it's crazy, maybe. man. Maybe. <laughs> it's not but like maybe it's crazy yeah <laughs> i don't know i i hope there's something there they they just didn't think to tell us like maybe there's like modifiers and shit with like the weeklies like there are for the mass carnivals or something i don't know that would be cool that would be cool i still probably would be disappointed but it'd be better yeah just it, it's definitely a lot of development time to add all this stuff in so it's like if it's bad it's like is okay, it though like at this point how much did it really take for them to make the blue mage law <laughs> well just the like just to level 60 in the spells and the like the job quests right like wouldn't that be at least yeah but that, those things i'm okay with those things i'm okay like i i had fun with blue mage in those regards but it's what uh -huh. to do with it after you know and in conjunction with it oh okay I it's see. like it's like blue mage log is not high effort content it's ah here you go more weekly blue mage for your blue mage stuff right trying to create reasons that most people don't need you don't need allied seals that much and people don't need tombstones that much no some do some are desperate but not enough to for this to be their answer if you put like glamour in the same thing with pvp if you put specific glamour that you could only get from this content then people will do it even if it's bad oh wait i just caught that i just i just caught that i was like even if Talking it's bad garo. yeah i was like even if it's bad wait yeah even if it's bad <laughs> no not just garo i mean literally like if you put feast not 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 just pvp the whole pvp but just feast and also blue mage content even if it's bad, if you put if you put specific glamour rewards only to those things, people will do it. 
to get that glamour. I just like that PvP and Bab, you know, considering what we're transitioning into next seem to fit PvP. <laughs> really well. You're Disclaimer, just... I, I like PvP, but <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> God damn it. That's a shirt. Anyway. So PvP is the next thing they talked about. Some some pretty substantial adjustments to PvP actions. They touched upon that in the last live letter, if I'm not mistaken. They said they were adding a few actions to some people, and they were mm-hmm. uh, restructuring a few things in regards to like the actions you can select as well. However, the thing I've been waiting for for four years now is finally happening. Yes. <laughs> Another Seal Rock map. Even though it's not technically Seal map this time, they're calling it Seal Rock 2. But it's the Donshig Nadam. Say that. Donshig Nadam, Donshig Nadam, Donshig Nadam. What is that? The Nadam. Yeah. Danzig. Mother. That that thing, that battle thing that they do over there. Yeah, it's it's what we did um, in, in Stormblood. Yeah, you know the you know, you know the solo instance where yeah where you like walk through the the Azim step and you have to claim that circle, right? Yeah, that's that's it's that is a PvP mode in uh, a place called the Ansel Hakair. Can we call it King of the Hill? Yes. Okay, that's what it is. That's a, gotcha. that's effectively what it is. Uh, Seal Rock's my favorite PvP mode. It's the most fun I've had PvPing in fourteen. It's the only one I'm willing to tolerate getting twenty four people or seventy two. Um. And so I'm excited. And I know Sly doesn't Sly's it's not his favorite mode because he's wrong. <laughs> what's what's your favorite? Shatter. What? <laughs> you like striking doubles? Y'all, y'all some bitches. You play <laughs> striking dummy? PvP? Who can hit the striking dummy harder? Y'all some bitches. Larry, <laughs> man, the way you delivered that, that was cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I get it, cause it's an ice. <laughs> cause cause it's an ice. As he sips on his on his water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, I still want fucking capture the flag, but still rock too. I'll, I'll I'll wait for. I'll, I'll I'll keep waiting. That's it. You can't have capture the flag, cause then the black mage would just ethereal manipulation. <laughs> And the ninja would just sweet. Uh, what, what is it called? Their dash three times. Sweet, they just shikuchi. You understand PvP actions are different than PVE actions, right? They have shikuchi. <laughs> oh no, they don't. They do, I think, but they're not okay. like. It's not like there's not going to be a way to stop right. them. Okay, fine. You're yeah, right. dancer takes the flag and just goes. Still. <laughs> yeah, three dashes. <sighs> Back home, bitch. It's you're acting like the whole like the flag is three dashes away. It's gonna yeah. be fu- it's not gonna be like two kids in their backyard trying to play yeah. capture the flag. But that's how I played it. <laughs> there's like a field between the two, and there's like yeah. low points and high points and, and train, different entries. Train you gotta capture. The, speaking of that, the, the the this mode they need to keep simple. Keep it simple. They need to not put a whole bunch of extravaganza in there because that's what makes it difficult for people to join in and just get in there and just play I want to capture the flag. Just, there's yeah, a flag, go get it. Simple. 
Same thing with this new mode that they're putting in. It needs to be simple. And no PVE. I'm tired no of PVE VP. No, I'm tired of PVE yeah. VP. Right. Which is what Shatter Shitter is. <laughs> so yeah so it has to be simple just you go to this point you kill so everybody Cardo there flats wasn't bad yeah it was it, it was bad you go to <laughs> that was bad too you you have to go to you have to go to the point kill everybody there capture the point that's it i don't i don't want no control this thing to get some train bullshit i don't want no control this tower to be able to summon a mech with the train over there What's None of those trains relax there was a train in some in one of them i didn't even play that mode dude was <laughs> that was the second astrologer we didn't either we didn't either it's okay it was bad so yeah that's what i mean i just i just want it simple like be able to explain this in like one sentence and then it's good that's how you make a good pvp mode i agree I agree. Yes. Sly, you gonna you gonna try Seal Rock too? Yeah, I'll try it. All right, good. I like them. The dumb. I love it. We're good. I'm glad. And then you'll never go back. <laughs> this is gonna be the only PvP mode I regret them doing the rotating PvP mode for. Cause like, I just, oh no way I PvP on a day that's not this or oh, the, the like the roulette. Yeah, there's no yeah. way I have to do. I have to do no. Like if I want to like queue in like back to back, cause they funnel everyone into the queues now there's like you have to wait for a day that is that right. map's day so what, what, what was that new pvp mode called the one with the train rival rival wings it was rival wings no. yeah it was the second map it was the second map of rival wings not rival wings no a street no like rival wings. wings no well so <laughs> rival wings has two maps it has astrologo what's all the one first one's like astrologos and the second one is hidden gorge yeah and the second one i hidden hated gorge. that one yeah me too that one was the train yeah yeah, Hidden Gorge. Hidden Gorge is the uh, is the second Rival Wings map. That's the one with the train. Yes, it got too complicated. Yeah, there's a train. We got yeah. it. <laughs> Keep it simple. New Get on the payload. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Team Fortress. Anyway, <laughs> so and now Overwatch. So New Game Plus yeah. was also briefly mentioned, but they didn't tell us anything we didn't know, except for the confirmation there will be no quest rewards. Which we had kind of figured, but no quest rewards reads no EXP, which it is yeah. consistent with things Yoshida said in interviews about saying it's just for replaying the story without making a new character. Uh huh. How do you feel about EXP, no EXP? What what boat are you in for that one, or what train are you on? I was hoping there would be a piece of glamour at the end. <laughs> There, I, I feel like there might be an achievement. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an achievement for completing like something. all the chapters. Yeah, like a like a like a, just a shirt. I don't know a, sh a shirt. <laughs> just a shirt at the end. I finished I beat, it again. Yeah, I beat Nuge Plus twice. I cried twice. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I wish there was something. If there's nothing, then I. I'd probably still end up doing it, but the reason why I wanted to do Noom Game Plus was to start from A Realm Reborn. So I, I completely understand why A Realm Reborn is not in there because they're working on it still and they don't want to have to, you know, take it out and re-edit twice and all the all those difficulties that are associated. So I completely understand that it's not. But I'm pro that said, I'm probably gonna wait until it is there because if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna want to start from a realm reborn the very beginning all the way to the end so 
I will say I really liked the way they set up the chapters and they they've apparently mm. they've changed some things. Last time they told us you'd have to do the whole like expansion from the beginning to the end and now there's like chapters nope. and checkpoints and stuff like that. So it's actually done it was done reasonably well. It looks like a new game plus like a like a stage select or uh, a chapter select screen from a single player right. game. Yeah, the UI Yeah, the UI looks really really good. It's clean for it. It's clean as fuck. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like we need more experience points in the game, but I also feel like there are some people who just want to be on rails to level as opposed yeah. to spamming just one <laughs> thing or one concept over and over without fail. Um, mm -hmm. So I still kind of hope they eventually decide to throw experience points, just give the base experience point reward like they had, you know, literally the same experience value. Just put it back there and just add the quest in again. But maybe by 5.3, when A Realm Reborn is in there, maybe they'll have done something like that. Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't th I don't think there's any harm in putting it because. No, maybe there would be if, if you had like because, you know, obviously the, the story is the best EXP that you can get. Well, it's it not the like... best so much as it is. It's it's the most straightforward. I level a lot faster 60 to 70 after I'm done with the story because there's no like quest rewards don't scale oh. with armory bonus regardless. So right. assuming I did those quests again, but I have armory, but I'm just doing the quests and not making use of the armory. I can do say, like a 10 level range in like six to seven hours. Mm hmm. I can't Th do that, the story in concern. six to seven hours. You know, Th like if you just went through new game plus and you just skipped all the cutscenes, like, wouldn't it be a concern if you could do that faster than how long dungeons would take you? I think with the ability to fly, it's a potential because that's one thing you don't like when you're going through the store, you do not have the ability to fly and teleport everywhere freely. So right. it's possible. That might be why, but that's also, I, I, I'm just of the opinion that some people will, you cannot convince them to do the story again to level. They won't, especially a realm reborn. Of all yeah. of all the places, you know, yeah. Um, and then you, and then some people, you know, would love to do that. It's just an option, you know. I don't see any harm in it presenting an option. Yeah. No, I think I think it would be cool if it had exp. I would just definitely be concerned if it was the case where if you skipped all the cutscenes and you were just going through the story, if it was significantly more than if you were to just do dungeons, because then the best way to level would instead just be go through the story over and over again to, and just skipping cutscenes. And so you wouldn't ever have listen to after Palace of the Dead being as good and having on high being so good for all these years. That's that's if true. something else is spammable, fuck it. That's true. You're we'll right. do it. You're right. Sly, how much have you even suffered through Palace of the Dead or Heaven on High? Because I actually haven't very much. Like four times. Not much. Yeah. Not much. I've avoided that train every time. It's only yeah. it's only new expansion jobs I ever have to do that for. And even then I've I don't never, do it sometimes. I've never done it. Like like Bless your soul. The, the first 10 floors or whatever and just spam that you mean to like level. Yeah, I don't really do that. I don't like that. <laughs> so, I guess it doesn't really hurt if they add EXP to it. I don't see a reason yeah. not to. Yeah. I mean, maybe they will, maybe they won't. We'll find out. Yeah. I could have swore somebody said in an interview that he said they hadn't considered it, but they're seeing like requests and now they're like, mm, I can't, I'd have to find the source. I, I don't want to say that was said without a source, but I remember people talking about that. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Now, uh, crafting and gathering changes. Wow. 
I was uh, I was all smiles for for what they talked about here. Um, all smiles, but there's there's some things that I'm like. Don't talk to me about desynthesis. Let's talk about the good things. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's some things. I'm like, why, why? All right, Slyvel. Then, okay. uh, Len, I'll 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 grab your opinion on this. So first, let's cover what's happening. There are changes planned for okay. both five point one and five point two, and the idea is to lower the barrier for entry while you know still ultimately having the uh, <laughs> similar, the same kind of gameplay. Uh, could it get any lower? So it could, because one to fifty is a monstrous task in the current crafting landscape. It sucks. Is it? Yes, 1 to 50 sucks on eight different crafters. Yes. 50 through 80 is not bad. 50 through 60 is probably the worst of 50 to 80, and it only gets easier the higher you go. But with only 100 leave quests, if you're trying to do anything but that for eight, and right now in the current landscape, everyone tells you level everything to 50, and then pick, you know, then if you want to level them after that. Like, it's, it's effectively imagine Sly... You're playing the game, you have your Dragoon at 80, and for your combat job, you now have to do all 80 of these levels. And you have to do that for all the combat jobs. Like, that's how people feel when they get their first 80 and then they see all the other jobs. Like, massively overwhelmed by it. Then you have crafting and gathering on top of that after they've already done that for their combat. It's a lot. It's just one of those things that just, as time goes on, gets worse and worse for people who are new coming in. That being said... They are going to be changing up actions, adding some new content. As we know, the Holy Sea of Ishgard um, for crafting actions will be adjusted. Additional actions of the system being removed, which means there has to be a lot of adjustments because there's yeah. there's at least a handful of actions that are still really important in terms of cross additional actions. But for me, the recipe trees. Oh my! The recipe God. tree is godly. When I saw it, when I saw that picture, I'm like, thank you, fucking Lord. Because that helps you with all the third-party websites, right? Yeah, all those third-party websites are like... (sighs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Although I gotta say, a lot some of those third-party websites allow you to make entire lists and like compile entire like, you know, if if I want to make a whole set of this, I need exactly this many of these many materials. There's still a lot of things those websites do that you can't do in-game. Right. Okay. Just to pay respect to Garland rules. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just there's still things. So I, as much as it's it's funny to joke about, like, him taking their jobs <laughs> with, yeah. with, you know, adding this, I'd say that those websites still offer way more services than a crafting tree does. But the crafting tree is a great in-game tool for what you need to do for crafting. As um, opposed to the it not existing at yes, all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no. they, they give us an ex- Oh, no, slide. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Before, like, you get to that UI. Um, in regards to UI, UI changes to be more informative and easily accessible as opposed to now when it is. But it's 1 to 50 is not. It is terrible 1 to 50. It is. You haven't done it in ages. Yeah. What, craft? 1 to 50. Oh, yeah, 1 to 50 is shit. 1 to 50 is fucking terrible. And people are like, just do Ixols. I'm like, fuck the Ixols and their stupid gloves. They have to craft their stuff with a glove on. It used to be worse. It's better now, but it's, I don't. Sounds bad. Yeah, it's not. 
just it's, it's not they just don't have the same options like i'm hoping Ishgard's easier but this is a big part of it there are so many fucking actions that a new player gets and like i guess i need that i guess i need that i guess i need that and then someone's like no you don't pretend all that shit doesn't exist so they just have like it's like you have more actions than like fucking summoner on larry's hot bar you have more crafter actions that nobody fucking uses i don't my crafters aren't unlocked <laughs> I've wow. played this game for six years. Man, you haven't <laughs> lived until you've been able to meld and repair your own shit. So you're the fucking guy, Larry, who goes in the ring. You're like, oh, I forgot to repair. We have to no, exit. No, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, I, I repair every time I can. So, yeah, I but can. I'm the guy that will be like, hey, uh, going to the mender. Can, can you meld? <laughs> <laughs> can you meld? Yeah. Uh, yeah, these are things that really need to happen. They're, they're just cutting back on a lot of the stuff that's like, it was kind of cool and it was kind of interesting when it first came out, but it just hasn't aged well. Like with crafting, uh, you know, certain items um, being, oh, hold on, that they they threw a, a gathering thing in the crafting thing. That confused me. Um, mm. Adjustment to quick synthesis rates, uh, you know, getting rid of all those bonus they actions, a display tree. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the synthesis thing, they didn't want to talk about. They said, we'll talk more about the synthesis next time. I'm like, what more is there to say? How much? How can you not have time to, to tell me how fucked I am? They wanted to talk with Yoko Taro for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> they desynthesized his whole fucking body. There's just a head left and a scarf. Uh, that was the preview there you go yeah. uh but yeah quick synthesis uh adjustments thank fucking lord because i usually gather when i'm doing like when i'm when i was leveling and it's like okay get a bunch of this shit i usually had to get extra because when you're doing the crafts and you have to do those like what 40 durability crafts and like you have the macro you're not gonna fucking macro each single one. You, like I, I said, fuck that. I quick sin. I don't care how many I lose, but if they're gonna adjust the rate of, of success, good. Please, please, and thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just still quick thinking sin. about Larry not having any crafter. Um, <laughs> uh, quick synth made me think of the other thing that isn't in any way related to quick synth. Um. What's the thing where you take the thing and, and you, you you decompose the fish into sand? Ethereal reduction. Ethereal reduction. Yeah, isn't that thing that you got to like level and now they're like you don't. That's have to level desynthesis. It Is that your talk? That's you're talking that's about. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm upset. Because you leveled it. Yeah, he leveled it, and now it doesn't I, have to be leveled. That's their tell yep. us. They'll fucking tell us next month. That's, that's stupid that's what we're thinking. That's what I think we're that's thinking. dumb, but. Yeah. Thanks. I I I'm on your side. If you if you put in all this work for like a bunch of years and now all of a sudden they're like, hey, that doesn't matter. I think that's kind of dumb. But Aloha. Most, I suppose. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I I understand this as well. <laughs> and then um one small quality of life change uh, certain items will only always be gathered as collectibles so they didn't really say it, it yeah they didn't really say it for crafting but can they just or crafting please because i'm i'm that one who like either switches to a job and then switches back and then gets to put on the fucking hand and then starts doing the macro and then 
Like, oh shit. <laughs> or hey Sly, don't forget to put it on your hand. Fuck. I've yeah. done that. Yeah, I think that's why they're yeah. doing it because they realize the whole collectible glove thing was fucking stupid. It was. Because no one uses those items only- other than as collectibles. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> why? What are you laughing at, Larry? That's so funny. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's that- it's funny because like I, I don't see it as much on the camera for here, but on the stream camera, you you see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, gathering is also getting quick gathering, which I'd assume is you mm. essentially dedicate all your hits to one single uh, thing that no. you can gather is what I'd assume Wait, it yeah. is. This which, works for fishing. I don't probably not. I don't see how it would. So I'm going to go ahead and assume probably no, because fishing is a whole different world. And my yeah. fisher is level 58, so I don't care. I only fish. That's uh, of crafting <sighs> gathering. I only have fisher. Is that why you knew about ethereal reduction? Oh wait, no, you, are, you couldn't because yeah. right. man you know, of culture. No, no, no. I knew about the ethereal reduction because of a Mary short where he was desynthesizing fish and he had a desert in his pocket. Because of the sand from fish. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, how I knew yeah. about it. <laughs> um Larry, you are a man of culture. Yeah, yeah sure, sure, if you say so. Um also they're getting rid of the whole like unknown location for unspoiled nodes because I think they've come to realize that. It's it's the first time you discover where it is. It's like, okay, that makes sense. You didn't know where it was because you hadn't discovered the node before. But after that, it's like, why do I need to figure it out every time if it's going to be in the same fucking spot? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like, if it was in a different spot every time, it'd be a different story. But lo and behold, it's not. So I'm so I'm I'm down with all this stuff. I think it all lower the barrier for entry um i guess the big question remaining is how difficult will ishgard really be because i keep saying Ishgard's going to be like super difficult recipes they said it's going to be there is going to be some low level stuff like you can even level with it we don't know exactly the level ranges mm-hmm. but they've also said that there will be super difficult high you know stress recipes that like people are going to be really wanting to make to try and be the top contributor to ishgard ultimate difficulty crafting like 800 step recipes yeah 18 minute recipes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i hope you're wrong (laughs) weren't weren't they like it's going to be the same prestige as getting an ultimate clear i don't remember that quote if you can find it i'd love to see it because that's a whole maybe i'll make it maybe i dreamt that Yeah, they didn't give us much more information about Ishgard. You get an um, Ukab weapon if you uh, if you craft it up. <laughs> well, they did say, don't forget, that there is seasonal contribution ladders that get unique yeah. rewards for Ishgard. Maybe it's yeah. that. It's an Ukab, it's an Ukab be, crafting item. The, I, I, I say, I say this every time. World. Oh, sorry, Sly, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, I was just saying, they did say it would be done by world, too. So, Yeah, that's, that's very that's cool. Great. Well, yeah, I mean, that's I thought that was obvious. I was surprised they even needed to explain that. Like, of course, I figured, of course, what you're not gonna have. They're not gonna make like a like a central server point. I thought for the firmament, like a duty finder mm-hmm. server point, yeah. that would have been disappointing for me. Yeah, got the world race to rebuild Ishgard. There you go. In in five point five, I guess, <laughs> like however long, however many patches it takes. Then there's, they mentioned fellowships, but they covered it a little bit more in a few slides. Uh, Gold Saucer is getting a new gate, which is the Yojimbo, uh, are you a real gamer 
uh, gate Jimmy. in the gold saucer. Yep. Yeah, he effectively he just mechanics. yeah just spawns a shit ton of AOEs. You have to avoid them. Can you do mechanics? Yeah. I can't. Are you never going <laughs> to win? You're never going to beat Yojimbo? Never. Damn. I thought I thought you were I thought you were the legend. Shit, I bought my clear. <laughs> <laughs> and posted the kill oh. video to YouTube. Yeah. Oh. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Exposed. <laughs> oh man. I'm um, also a new high resolution uh, Mahjong layout. Cool. Wow, 4K <laughs> Mahjong. <laughs> yeah. Are you any good at Mahjong? No, I didn't play it. I haven't played it. I played I played Mahjong like in real life with my friends in high school. Mm. I haven't tried it in 14 like at all yet. Oh, so you actually know how to play? Like a little bit, yeah. I because pl- okay. the reason why I learned it was because my best friend in high school was uh Chinese and his grandma had like a whole mahjong set that she would play a lot. So I learned how to play it with him and his and his grandma. Oh yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, it was fun. But I forgot a lot of it, honestly, and I would probably have to relearn a lot of it playing it now in 14. <laughs> so I just haven't done it. I will never do it because the only time I play Mahjong is when I accidentally clicked it next to Solitaire on Windows. So oh. that's it. And I just clicked <laughs> buttons until something happened. And I don't know what even, I still don't know what happened. Uh, then we have performance update. We're basically getting a group post style feature for performance called Ensemble, which will allow you to better sync up actually playing multiple instruments with uh, multiple people. Yeah, you can do the cantina from Star Wars. No, you won't. They've, they've sit member Sly not supposed to do non-Final Fantasy music. <laughs> <laughs> Larry's devious laugh there speaks a lot to Limsa Limsa. <laughs> they're, uh, they're super close to adding uh, a full-on uh, rhythm game to 14 now. Yeah, performance assistance feature. Yeah. I just I, now I wonder if they just need they just need it to do two things. One, it needs to say excellent when you do it, and two, when you fuck up, you need some dude going. Do you even know how music works? <laughs> you need some dude like literally ridiculing you. Do you even have legs? Yes. Although in this case, I guess do you even have fingers? Would be like a scoreboard and leaderboard and all that stuff. Yeah, score triple A on answers. Yes. There you go. That's the next step. They make it a full on rhythm game theater rhythm yeah kind of joked about it but it's like at this point just do it i mean people ask them could you just put theater them in 14 and they're like i don't know if that's gonna work that's the next best thing yeah uh we're getting an update to the launcher how we feel about this new launcher uh six years with the same launcher feels weird man slide that it's changing said this on twitter i'll say it again to everybody who said ew light load launcher y'all some, <laughs> y'all some bitches Why, what mode do you play the final fantasy 14 with light wait in game you play light mode yeah interesting 
No, no. By interesting, you nothing mean fucking terrible, that. don't you? No, no, no. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Use your words. I want. No, I want your no. real feelings. Like, <laughs> why nah, would you do that? We are going uh, here. We are going here. No, I'm. I'm not some dark mode snob, but. But what what I will say is I definitely I, I actually do like the look of the new launcher. I think it looks clean and the design of it is pretty cool, at least to my aesthetic. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just it's definitely just weird to me how going from being six years of the same exact launcher, it's like, why are you changing it right now? Well, as far as I'm concerned, the launcher is a massive amount of technical debt. Like, they're, they're trying to eliminate as much technical debt from 2.0 as they have. But our launcher right now is your, is your default web browser wrapped in a wrapper to make a launcher. Which is why sometimes your fucking default uh, internet uh, explorer, like whatever your, they don't even have that anymore. Whatever your default browser is, the settings can fuck with your login. That's why so sometimes people have to clear their cache in order to log in because it like fucks with it with right. the various settings. I am assuming they did not say this that the new launcher is not a web page and a wrapper, but is a proper launcher and thus is not it is less variables with it. They have they have, they're more probably. easily able to maintain it and can probably handle things like you know login load and stuff like that during big launches better. I'd hope. Don't know that. Yeah, it's probably a more feature-rich launcher, I would assume, and not just a, a different skin. <laughs> Watch it literally just be that. It's going to be just so sad. Skin. It's going to be like when Twitter changes and you're like, I don't know why they did this. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like the theme, it's I'm I'm fine with it. I, I think it looks pretty cool. It's just, it's just definitely a jarring type of thing of like, I've been used to this thing for six years and now it's different. Yeah, right. which is fine. It's just maybe it would have made more sense to me if it happened at the Shadowbringers launch, but maybe that's what they were aiming for and they just had to push it back a bit. I'd assume they maybe didn't want it to be stress tested at a launch right. quite so yeah. heavily. Yeah, they probably figure this is a better time to do it, yeah. more stable. Um, then they just rattled off a bunch of stuff before they went back and elaborated on a few things. New custom delivery client, Kaishir, pet display in the party list, so you don't forget to summon your pet again. That's nice. Yeah. Because um, sometimes what I'll do is, like, like when I'm playing Summoner, is uh, the only way that I can visually see if I have the pet up, besides locating it on the map, which doesn't always work very well, I have to actually find it. The best thing that I do is just look at if the hot bar is up the pet hot bar so now mm-hmm. at, what i used to always do was just check the party list if it was in there so it, it'll just be nice to see it in the party list it's much easier excellent i don't play pet jobs too much so i don't have much input yeah um, it's just much easier and cleaner that way nice um probably my favorite thing weapon rewards finally being added for the leveling dungeons for heaven's word stormblood and Shadowbringers. Don't know why they didn't do it in the first place, but finally now you can get the weapon as that final as the end of the dungeon reward as you're leveling up. Thank you. <laughs> you uh, mean like at, at the end when they would give you like a piece of gear, now it'll give you the weapon? Yeah, now you can get the weapon. Yeah. Yeah. The weapon is in the pool of loot, essentially. Right. Right. Uh so thank God for that. Bicolor gemstone cap going up to a thousand. Which is good. Uh, new group post features, and you can eat while sitting. Wow. RP. RP. Um, 
New Game Plus, we already talked about. They spent a little bit more time talking about the features, reliving your adventures, one autosave slot, instance battles will be level sync. And then they had to talk about fellowships, which they mentioned in the last live letters, they were calling them circles originally, and it seems they've landed on the name fellowships. And uh, these are eventually, uh, what's eventually? Where was I? Eventually. Yeah, I don't even know. That's eventually wasn't, <laughs> essentially is what I was Effectively. Yeah, I was looking for effectively. Yeah. That was the word yeah. I was looking for. There you go. Um, they're effectively like party finders for specific activities with a message right. board included. Because right. you, you can't chat in them. You can post on the message board, but you can't chat in them. And you basically are just able to join it and post party finders that are just look like the other party finders. I think it could be a cool mm -hmm. thing. I need to see it actually pan out. Because for me, I see this and like, I think of like things like... Like savage and maps and and hunts yeah. and things hunts. like that. Yeah, hunts definitely hunts. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, um, looking for like looking for Ray, like a, like a a data center wide like hardcore LFG fellowship. You know, things yeah. like that. And I hope that it works out for that because I think they're trying to get rid of people like using duty ruler expert and shit like that in the party finder to like look for statics because that's ninety percent of what it's used for now. Is people just post whatever shows up at the top of the list, but they're not actually trying to do that activity. They're mm -hmm. just trying to find a group or like look for someone to raid that night. And it's just like, it's so annoying. Right. Mm -hmm. I hope. Yeah. I couldn't really like, I, w I was thinking like right away, I was like, Oh, I can make like a, like a channel fellowship. But then uh, looking at all the features, I was like, what would I do with it? People could post memes on the message board. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> they just That's post true. the words ooh woo over and over again. Yeah. Yep. Or the That's lyrics true. to a song. Yeah. But well, I also yeah. I also think of things like uh and chat's kind of bringing this up, um, events. Like even just having a temporary one for events to post like updates about it in game. So uh a stage reborn mm -hmm. would be a solid example. If a stage reborn was able yep. to post dates and times and you know, servers and mm -hmm. reminders of, you know, where it is and stuff. Instead of relying on Twitter and the forums and stuff to have something in game where they can, where people can access that information. And, you know, if they want to go to it and then if, you know, other people find out with word of mouth, but I, I see a lot of potential for it. It just seems, it seems redundant when you first look at it, I feel with link shells and free companies already available, but it, I find that the more I look at it, the more optimistic I am. I just hope it gets used. Cause yeah, you know, in today's day and age with all like the social media stuff that we have, it's kind of hard to integrate a whole new social aspect in there. You get your club, you get a, get one for your, for the club on ultras. Yeah. Yeah. Allure. Yeah. yeah. Allure. The, 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 Allure, the Allure fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, I just imagine the, I just imagine club promoters when I think, and it's like, Oh, have you all seen right. their Twitter? Yeah, it's I have. You've linked it to me. Yeah. ERP rings. Oh no, the dark web. The fellowship Ooh. of the dong. That's what I was gonna call mine. <laughs> the fellowship of the. Well, dong. it's a good thing they're not called circles then, because then it'd be called the dong circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little worse. The dong ring. There you go. The <laughs> dong ring. There you go. Oh god. There's even like questionnaires. Oh yes, a, cir a circle jerk. Circle jerk. Yeah, go. chat was making a whole bunch of, when I was talking about that. They were making a whole bunch of like Lord of the Rings things and being like, "And my axe." I'm like, I'm, I'm "Summoner. Summoner doesn't use an axe." I'm sure there's a book that looks like an axe somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. 
Um, and that pretty much wrapped up the first half, and then they brought on Yokotaro and uh, yeah. Saito-san and eventually Okabe-san to talk about Nier. Yorha. Yorha Dark Apocalypse, a.k.a. Ida, <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm going with until disproven. Oh, like the, yeah. the acronym? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, I didn't go. even realize that. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, man. Just trust me. It's that Yokotaro. It's going to be, dude, Ida was on the source, right? And she was holding back the Garleans. And they never found her body because she was teleported to the first. She's been and an then android this whole but time. Her, her, but her soul made it and occupied this android. All right. Uh, so there you go. All right. Wow. <laughs> that sounds very Yokotaro. See, the thing is, it becomes stole. more believable when you realize it's Yokotaro. Yes, actually. See? Totally you it. could make it work if you wanted to. Absolutely, absolutely. We find out the Crystal Eggs arc was like, oh shit! I tried that years ago. I, I forgot they never showed <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, and now we have uh, we have this, and we got the name of the of the first twenty four man based on near Automata, and it is the Copied Factory. No doubt, probably playing off what is it called in near the Copied City. Now, before we go any further. I will say this. Larry is probably the most knowledgeable about Nier amongst the three of us. Um, and as such, he probably cannot control his compulses to maybe mention a spoiler thing here or there. I'll so try. If you, have, if you have not played Nier Automata, I probably would either proceed with caution. Or Nier. Or Nier, the original. One. Or Drakengard. Fuck it. All um, babies. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember from Dragon Guard 1. Fucking song. Babies. Fucking uh, please beware. Okay? Song. As yeah, now, now that we've done the proper, yeah, now we've done the proper warning, Larry. It's a little Go difficult nuts. to talk about any of this without any kind of spoilers at all, because there's not much to go on in the first place. But I don't want to super spoil either, so, huh? <laughs> the copied factory could be uh yeah like the thing that you said the copied city which is something that adam and eve made which could there, there's like a few different theories where it could be the thing that adam and eve made they could have made a copied factory and then that's what this takes place in i don't fully subscribe to that one though all right, well, let's let's unpack a little bit of what we have here to get to the copied factory. So we do see a yeah. few screenshots, um, very, very near-esque atmosphere and uh, and color tone and and things like that. Um, it looks like a place that was that that has the humankind hasn't existed in quite yeah. some time. Uh, they show off the uh, the vending machines, which, as as Yokotaro stated, if you've played near Automata, you probably recognize those. And those are probably yeah. your teleport checkpoints as you run through the dungeon, if I had right. to assume. Yeah. But then we get to a screenshot, and we'll skip talking about some of the enemy screenshots a little bit. We get to a screenshot that has 2P, which is, you know, the, the alternate skin that's taken on a life of our own from Soul Calibur. And mm -hmm. we have some unlikely familiar faces that were already teased, kind of, in the current game. In that there are two dwarfs from Colusia here, who, when you do their quest now, they mention finding an abandoned factory or an abandoned area full of automata. Yes. Did they say ancient? Or yeah, abandoned? I think they said ancient. 
I think they did. I need to find the exact quote. Yeah. But they effectively are referencing what they found here. Right. I read about that because I, when I was doing that quest, I think I just like skimmed through it. So I didn't pay much attention. So I had to go back and look it up. And the only thing that I, I, I couldn't find the whole quest line, but the only thing that I found was that they mentioned that it was an ancient factory. So, yeah. Hmm. So they've already started setting up for this. They, 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 and I know people are actually already talking about that because people were working on dwarf side quests for the lolly ho emote and just started finding some of the other lore bits in there. And yeah. so it seems like we'll be finding out where they found. Now, the first detail about that is that this is also now clearly on the first. Is the first thing we're locking in. There were so many theories about another shard, about the future, like the Eorzea that was destroyed effectively, or the uh, the Heidelin that the source that was effectively like wiped out. Um, no, it is on the first, and because of the dwarfs finding it very likely in a an, an unseen portion of Calusia. Mm-hmm. Uh are we are we in agreement that it's probably those things, or is there any debate that it might be not what it all seems? It's Yokotaro, so anything throws out, anything you throw <laughs> out, we can't dispute really. Well, I I think it is tied to that quest line because they mention it, and also they were shown in the screenshots, so it has to be tied at least somewhat or even loosely to that quest line. Maybe they'll make it mandatory to do that quest line first, but. They better tell At us least soon. They mention it there. Really? Yeah. I think I think that they'll they'll just acknowledge that you did the quest from before. Yeah. Yeah, like the little nods that they get in some of the some of the dialogue and that's from. what I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they've been pretty good with the dwarf dialogues and the way that they uh, the quest dialogues in general. Like uh, as someone who was a Lalafell and played through the story, uh, the dwarf um, role quests, the healer ones. Um, I, I found that there's different dialogue for being a Lalafell without the helmet, being a Lalafell with the helmet, and of course the normal one of not being a Lalafell. So mm-hmm. they're pretty good with, with dialogues kind of connecting to the player and their actions. So I wouldn't even be surprised to see even Lalafell specific things popping up in, in this one right here. So Yeah, it, it makes sense that they're the ones to find it because if it's the other theory that is the one that I would more so subscribe to is that it has to do with something that happens at the end of automata which i know exactly where you're going with this yeah without spoiling it majorly it's something that happens at the end and a um some kind of data is sent out to space and so if that data landed onto um another planet or multiple other planets it could land on this slide without earth. spoiling it there's no way we can explain it any more in depth than that i, know exactly I think what i know what you're talking about because it's, it's difficult i don't want to spo- i don't want to yeah, spoil same kind, of, same kind of thing happened in the original near correct no okay different yeah. thing okay but something to that effect but yes so okay. something at the end of automata there was some type of data that was sent out into space and it could have landed onto the first or mul- multiple planets even. And so one of them could be on the first. And so the, because the dwarves are mining, it, you know, it could have crash landed onto the first and the dwarves found it. And so that's how we're able to go into there. And it's a copied city as in data. So maybe we're put either we're put into it or it's a simulation type of thing that we're thrown into. See, I, I know exactly what theory you're talking about. And now people who are played near are popping up in chat like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they know exactly what you're talking about without you saying it if they played it. 
Um, see, I'm not, I don't want to believe that, but I know that Yoko Taro is crazy and that, see, the thing is, yes. it's like, oh, he's crazy and he wouldn't make it do something like that, but he also wouldn't do what we expect him to do. So, but if we yes. expect it, does that mean he wouldn't do it or would he do it because it, oh. Exactly. Does he expect us to not expect it or is it unexpected that we expect him to expect us to expect it so he doesn't want us to expect it? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. What? Like it it's so convoluted that like Yokotaro is a contrarian in the way of like if you expect something he doesn't want to do it that way, but also his stories do take at least some logical um sense in a timeline so that you could infer certain things and so that would be something that you would infer so yeah and in this case you'd be using 14's story and near automata's ending to you know yeah it as long as he doesn't delete my character that's all i care yes. about <laughs> just don't delete my character and we're, we're cool i don't know he's done it in both near games <laughs> <laughs> We'll yeah, see. don't do that to my character, please. I do that. I won't be surprised if they like if there's a section of it that kicks you back to the main menu and then you click like start game and it continues. That would be that would be so cool. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if there's a part that tries to make you think that that happened and then you click yes. start game and it and it and it goes forward. It I would shows your character in like starter gear. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised in. at all. In, like Ulda. <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be great yeah um uh there's one big thing see i'm more subscribed to some of this being more integrated into 14 but again without spoiling it's hard it has to do with the relevance of the element that i've referred to from near automata called the copied city and that the purpose that city actually and, and using it more just trying to develop what it means from a naming convention is the copied factory similar in function to the, what the copied city was mm -hmm. so that's or is it you know maybe and then maybe it's a factory that's building a new city who knows like what yours said like what your theory has implied in a sense mm -hmm. there's a lot of question marks and it's hard to say that anyone's wrong for kind of thinking something about it because there's yeah. really nothing to go off of there's nothing <laughs> there's a little bit of like and maybe this is diving too far in but the whole shadow bringer to preface this i think this might be the first time where the patch title is a title relevant to not just the msq and the patch art is not just the msq were you there for 4.1 what was 4.1 return to evil <laughs> oh i forgot about that <laughs> Well, that kind of strikes something. Kind of strikes through that. <laughs> I, I also like to but say that Ivelisse is kind of Ivelisse is kind of tied to MSQ, sort of. Okay, so then that that still ties into what I was saying. So, <laughs> so most of the patch titles. Oh, sorry, it was art, a legend returns. You're right. It was a legend returns. And, and okay, then, and then the art was all Ivelisse. Right, like this so, is right now. Yeah. So. So then essentially because Ivelisse was so integral to the MSQ and so integral to the lore 14, all, every time that there's ever been some type of art for a patch or title of a patch, it was always very integral to the MSQ. So if we're assuming that this is integral to the MSQ, there are, and I don't know if I necessarily want this to be true or if it is, but there's a lot of parallels to the Shadowbringer story to Nier 
in terms of like, there's two big things. There's the white chlorination syndrome. If you know about, I, I don't want to do. spoil a lot, but this is like a plague that happened to near and uh, to the world of near beforehand. And then there's also the black scroll, which is another plague. So in Shadowbringers, you might think of the the light that is spreading on the first, and then the black rose that is spreading on Hydaelyn, on on the source. So these are kind of like uh, similar and have a lot of parallels drawn between the two of them. And so I've seen theories of saying like the um, the white chlorination syndrome is actually very similar to what the plague of light is like. And then same thing of the black scroll is very similar to what the black rose is like. So taking those themes and combining them together, you could actually say that um, you could even from this, the history and Lord that happened from near could be taking shape on Hydaelyn and the source as well. There's a lot of parallels. There's even there's way more parallels than that. Even I mean, even just yes. looking at the the theme of the Sin Eaters, they're all they're all very much holy creatures. They're, they're basically like angels and gods. And then you have Adam and Eve drawing yes. parallels. That could Adam and Eve be Sin Eaters, for example? Mm -hmm. uh, that like more more like Vothri level Sin Eaters, where they're like conscious in a sense, where they have more uh, not morality but more uh, human traits, I mm -hmm. suppose. Uh, there's a lot, there's actually a lot of parallels, specifically with the first, I feel. While the, the Black Rose is definitely there, I think the first really draws it out. We're already kind of yes. dealing with that with Eden, so I don't know if they'll go that route. It's just, it's, that's the thing. There's This is, see, this is the good thing, because my biggest fear with Nier Automata was it was going to feel very out of place with 14, and they've said in kind of, they've kind of set it up in such a way where it's crafted, where it's, it's despite androids being the one thing that people are still kind of like, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. Um... Everything else is kind of shaping up to be so similar that it's kind of it kind of just slots in. You know, this kind of needs to be explained, yeah. but it's all like, oh wow, that actually kind of works and makes sense. Yeah, it's weird because Automata is definitely very science fiction, but near the game before that, which is it's very heavily tied into, is very uh, fantasy, and so which is what fourteen is more. So the story of Automata is actually based off of a fantasy story. It's just far, far in the future. Right. We already have stuff far, far in the future in our game too, though. So, Yeah. And the big difference, I see people talking about collaborations in the, in the chat. Got to remember, this is not a collaboration in the sense like the 15 collaboration or some of the other ones. Collaborations are considered non-canon entries in the Final Fantasy fourteen. This is considered a... a, a, a a uh, canon entry into Final Fantasy fourteen, and knowing Yokotaro's craziness, could be a canon entry into Nier Automata. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, if uh, if Pixar can say Kingdom Hearts Toy Story was canon, then <laughs> then who the fuck knows anymore? Yep. Yeah. So we've got a we've got a lot to there's a lot to unpack there, and unfortunately, there's also not enough to kind of figure it out. But now this means that Larry, we may need to have you back on after it comes out. Because Probably. then you can go nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to super spoil because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people also playing near getting ready for 
a patch, which you should, if if you're at all at all interested, you should at least play Automata to enjoy the patch. It'll be so. in October. Yeah, you got time. You could yeah. do it in a weekend. I'll just I'll just do my my yeah. lore my lore reads for Automata because I've stated okay. before I'm not a big fan of platinum games like gameplay from them, so it's hard for me to get through near Automata. And I'm playing. Uh, there's so many other games that I don't want to slot in one <laughs> that. I, I that I I just don't feel like a strong desire to actually play. Yeah, but I'd still recommend Which it. Which is fine. It is. Yeah. It is a it At is a Switch. very very promising and and very well received and praised game mm-hmm. that others should enjoy. And then I would say if you like Automata, then play Near One or watch it. You want to know? See, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a lot of people would say no. Actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the regular Near, from what I hear, which rhymes is really like a cult classic kind of thing where like if most people who haven't played it if they try to play it now they're gonna hate themselves whereas yeah, game, there are people who love could it. See it like yeah definitely like gameplay wise it's definitely dated yeah but story wise if you okay. cared about a lot the story of automata you would care about the story from year one so i mean you could go as far as dragon guard if you really if you really it. really care really <laughs> yeah. really care babies yeah, seriously fuck fuck the final the final music section of Dragon Guard Three. I <laughs> just babies, man. He he. His thing is the babies. It was the song. And that babies, last dude. Thing. Speaking of the song, the they gave us Dragon a teaser. One, right? We didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about the teaser that they gave us for Great the teaser. boss theme. Um. And so I've seen it posted on YouTube. I'm, I'm sure Square probably has taken it down multiple times at this point. You know, there's that kind of stuff being posted, even with commentary. It's not very, you know, it's just something that is not normally received well. Um, that being said, if it is still around and you can find it or just go watch the live letter on Twitch or like whenever they upload it to YouTube, it is a wonderful mix of a theme called Weight of the World with uh, a very familiar element thrown in at kind of the peak. And uh, this song for me, it's one of my favorite songs in like any game I've played is actually the Octopath final boss theme. And this is very reminiscent emotionally to me. It's like it's trying to invoke kind of similar like end of the world sort of emotions. And it does that very, very well. So would highly advise the two two minute, 13 second listen. That (laughs) is the little teaser they get, even with them talking over it. It's uh, quite fantastic. It's a a tear to your eye kind of kind of OST drop, even if you're not 100 percent committed to near or know much about it. It's that good. That's cool to hear. Yeah. Because obviously as a near fan, it was super like emotional to hear it. But and then uh, the remix kicks in and you're like, (laughs) it's it's so so simple, but it's so brilliant. I could have done that in audacity, but it wouldn't have been the same. (laughs) 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 Not quite the same. It's not that simple, but still. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Powerful. Yeah. It's brilliant. Uh, we kind of skipped over talking about some of the enemies. They showed us the little robots with the long spaghetti arm—not even spaghetti arms, but just the long extendo arms with the uh, with the side plates. They showed us the—I I always call it the the what what are they called um, from Doctor Who? Uh, the Dal um Dalek? Yeah, yeah, Daleks. Yeah, because I I I say it's it's his telephone booth if it became one of those, essentially. <laughs> Oh, the TARDIS. The TARDIS. 
Well, no, the TARDIS is the name of the telephone booth. If I'm not, if I, I don't watch Doctor Who, so this is very, very like I'm trying very hard to get this right. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. If a Dalek became a TARDIS. Yeah, if a Dalek, if the Dalek became a TARDIS, <laughs> that's what I it is. I see that. Me. Yeah, it looked like Glados to me. No, like so that's the very last one. Went. That's the last. Oh, one. last one. Oh, okay. yeah. That's that's the giant penis hanging from the sky. You were talking about the the elevator box thing. Yeah, I was talking about the elevator box. This is this is yeah. a giant penis hanging from the ceiling of a factory. Um, right. What's more interesting is that they only showed the uh, what I'm, we're assuming is kind of like the the uh, the motherboard of the factory in a sense. Um, mm. But in the screenshot they show after that, there's that thing's got a two big fucking arms in that factory that ain't fucking around. <laughs> it's got like a giant yeah. saw blade arm that's like on a crank that goes up and down and it's got like a death yeah. claw three, on the other side three platforms three yeah three different circular platforms and we all know what that's gonna mean i feel yes. like there's gonna there's gonna be some pretty nice spectacle here yeah i'm excited for the mechanics i'm excited to trade Especially I, I, I hope they pull this off. I, I'm I'm not a big like I'm not very pro like near automata collaboration kind of guy, but I want them to pull it mm -hmm. off because I don't want it to feel like it's out of place. And yeah. so far, I have decent. I have a good amount of confidence that they're doing. They're going in the right direction thus far. Already, the right direction is that they're making their own models. They're yeah, making their own enemies. Yeah, that's already a very good sign. They're not just taking enemies from the game from automata. We know they will. Like, I won't yeah. be surprised if we see the uh, the opera, the opera singer, for example. Yeah, I, and I would love that. But yeah. like, at least the ones that they showed at the stream, at, at least they're also making their own and, and putting their own spin on stuff. Yeah, because they're in a yeah, it's in a different world and they're trying to emphasize that things couldn't like the odds of things being exactly the mm -hmm. same just because they're pulling from another game is not super likely. Yeah, is what I hope they're kind of going for. Yes. All right. Well, uh, unless we want to talk about Yoko Taro uh, joking around, by the way, even though I can't understand what, you know, the, the you know, I don't speak the native language, the translations <laughs> were fucking cracking me up. Hilarious. From Yoko Taro. He's he was just like, he was, <laughs> he was like, I thought the 14 team hated us because they never once said, hey, you want to do something? Yeah. <laughs> I was Crying like, in his bed. yeah, he, he was like, oh, everyone else wants to do it, but not, not, not you guys. I, we like you guys, though. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't even thinking about it. You know? <laughs> but sure. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. I'm so glad they asked. And it's like about hating handsome people. He's like, oh, yeah, handsome guys. I hate them. And like sometimes I'll like oogle at, at the pretty girls. And then I'll remember that they probably go home to handsome guys. And I'll get sad again. <laughs> it's all about money and women. As Yoko Taro himself said. He's like, he's like, he's like tell me otherwise. Yeah, he was he was cracking me up even through the translations. Um, and then, of course, doing very Yoko Taro thing of being like, I can't breathe in this fucking thing anymore. Just give me a microphone in the back and put my head on the table and mm -hmm. that'll be fine. Yeah, that's something that people, a lot of people who aren't familiar with him um, found that like, what's the that fuck? all the time? Yeah, that's actually a very normal thing for him. He's he's very much he believes games should speak for themselves and not really like he doesn't really like being interviewed and have his face out there. He doesn't like being like an icon in a sense mm -hmm. so he wears a mask and he's he's just he's got a lot of reasons he's a very complex man so uh i highly advise if you haven't uh watched anything in regards to him and his history in the industry or anything like that it's, it's, you can find some pretty nice some pretty nice videos or some reads about it on the internet it's very very interesting and highly entertaining
If anything, yes, he's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if anything. That's the same thing you said about Sly liking uh, Shatter, I think. <laughs> it was so interesting, Sly. Interesting. <laughs> Might have been. No, no, no. It wasn't that. Shatter, you said Shitter. There's something else that Sly liked. I forget already. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sly, don't look at me like that. I have to see you every week. <laughs> You had to see me next week. Yeah, I sure do. Oh, the mm-hmm. light mode. That's right. Light mode. Oh, yes. I was like, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with that, uh, for the final little bit of the stream, because you know, it took us a couple hours to get through the live letter details with all this. It took us 25 minutes to talk about Ultimate practically on its own. Um, yeah. One of the other reasons that I thought to invite Larry as soon as I was I was on Twitter and I was like trying to think, who do I want on the show for next week? Um, Larry, you made a formal announcement about, uh, some things, something that's in the work for you. So, uh, I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it because actually, uh, the last show we had you on was a content creation show. So I found that it was pretty fitting that uh, we've already had dialogue about this before and thus, um, we could probably continue that dialogue with this. So why don't you explain to everyone if who hasn't followed your Twitter, hasn't read it, um, which by the way is on the screen, uh, what it is that you, uh, made the announcement for. Yeah. So a uh, new announcement was uh, me and Drek are going to be making our own podcast too for 14. So uh, the, the big reason was um, it's something that we can do that we can hang out every week. So, you know, us being busy adults and, you know, he has a family. I'll be starting a family semi soon is if you schedule something, then you'll be able to actually follow through and be able to hang out. So we're kind of killing two birds with one stone here, where if we do the podcast every week, we could still hang out and spend time together and just chat and chill. And then also be able to do a podcast and present our ideas that otherwise we don't really have um, as much of a uh, platform to be able to, yeah, a platform to be able to express all that. So that was the general idea behind it. Sly. We've been doing this for a while. I'd say that that's <laughs> that's relatively close to why we do it every every week or every time we can. So I I like it. Yeah. Sly and I just <laughs> shoot the shit half the time. Half the time we don't care yeah, about much. shit like crafting and whatnot. He's, he makes me care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, Sly, not for the crafting. I, I semi I semi care. I that. paid someone forty million to make me all my leave items. Okay, like a bitch. I'm, they're all eighty, ain't they? Like a bitch. He ain't, ain't doing the ain't hard they? way. He struggle. Ain't he, he ain't struggle. He don't struggle. He don't struggle. Yeah. He, he don't <laughs> struggle. Mm. Um, yeah. No. And I uh, I find I, I was actually kind of surprised that you hadn't done something earlier because uh, you're someone who people value their opinions a lot or your opinion a lot when it comes to a lot of things. Um, and as such, uh, I was kind of surprised you didn't do that earlier, especially uh, you guys just you and you drag Tate. I find like a lot of other members of the community have really solid dialogue and i just don't get to hear them talk about it as much as i personally like yeah it's definitely something we've we've talked about for a while it was just kind of like i didn't know if i wanted to commit to a weekly thing and if i was to do a podcast i feel like podcasts definitely work best if they're weekly because as soon as you start doing it maybe you know just sporadically it's they don't always work out how you want them to work out so you really should commit to like at least maybe a weekly or bi-weekly type of thing. Yeah, Sly and I have moved to between go we go back and forth between two days of the week, and then it depends on the week. 
Yeah. We found that a weekly 14 podcast can be pretty rough. Yes. I can definitely understand that. (laughs) So, um, so you're, you're still in the early stage of this. Obviously we don't have Drac to get kind of his perspective here. He was invited, but unavailable Mm -hmm. man, as you said, is quite busy, has a family and can't just commit to something with just, you know, just a couple days notice. It's not very much. Um, So, and talking about the general idea of it, what kind of what kind of things are you tackling right now in regards to getting it set up? Because I think a lot of people like to know what goes into these kind of things behind the scene. And so right. hearing about the start of your process as you work towards it, I think a lot of people would probably find that pretty interesting. Well, the first thing that we really wanted to do was we wanted to do it in person because we're we're pretty close to each other. We, you know, it's probably only like eight minutes away that he could just drive over here or I could drive over to his place. So we thought it would be really cool and a different experience to be able to have the podcast in the same exact place physically. So, but that actually presents its own difficulties, uh, if not actually more difficulties than doing it online, because you have all of the audio and, and visual difficulties now. So when you set up for yourself, um, if we're just talking about visually, you just have the one camera and you have the lights just for yourself. When you have two people, you have the light setup and camera setup is completely different, first of all. Then the mic setup is also very different. So I actually had to get completely different mics, which was kind of difficult to figure out what works correctly because you want to have a mic that won't pick up the other mic. So it actually can get kind of costly depending on what you want to do. So the mic that a lot of uh, streamers would use is what's called a like a cardoid mic, which I think actually from what I see, you have one of those. Uh, so one of those is something that it'll just pick up um, right in front of it and around it. And it'll kind of like boost it even if you go away from it a little bit. But what you want to have is a dynamic microphone is the other type of name. And what those will do is they'll only pick up sound like right here. So if if something's behind it, it actually really won't pick that up much. So we had to get that type of mic and the whole setup there is a whole extravaganza um, to figure out how to do it correctly. But once you do, the goal is to be able to sit across from each other. And so you can each speak into your own mic and the, that mic that you're speaking into will only pick up you and not the other person. So it was essentially working around all of those difficulties to be able to do it in person because that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> so with that, I mean, that's got to present a, a difficulty. So about having guests, for example. So yes that too so yeah because i'm sure there's uh now there's they have to consider you're talking about audio setup there's also the video setup which mm-hmm. it sounds like you just want the one camera that captures you both is what it sounds we're like do too okay that's, that's what the I, other thing yeah yeah we're actually going to have a button that we can push and this is what if you were like if we were a higher quality setup you know with employees which obviously we can't do you'd but. get someone to do that behind the scenes like the scene exactly. switcher Yes, the scene switch, like the the producer that that would uh, switch the scenes to whoever's talking. So we're essentially going to try that out ourselves and see if we just push, like kind of like push to talk where we push this button and the the camera will go on me if I'm talking and then Drac will push his button and the camera will go on him if he's talking. So like a stream deck kind of thing? 
Yes. Yeah, we're going to use okay. Stream Deck to do that. Exactly. Okay. Is there going to be like a neutral state where it just has both of you? Yeah, we're, okay. we're thinking of having that as well. Right now, I only have the two, but I was going to get a third for both of us. So it's a lot more effort than I put into this show every week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> like like, yeah. ex exactly. Like I said, it's a lot to do it in person. It's much more than I thought it was when I was just pitching the idea to him, you know, <laughs> before we even got into the whole planning it to execute it. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot, uh, a lot cut out for, <laughs> for yourself going yeah. forward. <laughs> but I'm glad that you're uh, I'm glad that you're committing to something like that. We always want to yeah. see more people making content around Final Fantasy 14. Right now we're in a bit of a lull period. So having that opportunity to contemplate content coming up is actually uh, pretty advantageous, I feel, in regards to yeah. what you're going to develop and whatnot. Yeah, it's definitely a good time to do it. And like I've said, like a lot too, like especially with YouTube is there's just for anybody else too, it's just like you can have as many podcasts or as many video or content creators as you want. And there's just always more than enough to go around in that kind of space. Yeah, I know when I put out the YouTube, the the Twitter, someone was like, tell them to make sure they put it on YouTube because I've got four that I watch on YouTube and I need one. I need another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys heard you guys. Uh, if you didn't hear it on Twitter, you're hearing it now. Don't forget to follow Larry on Twitter. He'll be doing his own little shout out here. And to get more information about that, follow Drac as well. Uh, so if you enjoy our podcast, if you enjoy Mog Talk, if you enjoy any of the other ones, there's Honestly, if I start naming them, I'm probably going to forget one because there's actually a yeah, lot of there's a lot there's a lot of them and there's a lot and, and and they're all and they're all pretty good. And if I start naming them, I'm gonna forget one and I'm gonna feel bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna avoid that right now. Um, be sure to check it out. You can always use something more for your morning drive or whatever you're grinding in game or whatever. I know I like to throw these kind of things in the background when I'm doing like grinding in any game like Borderlands right now. I'll throw like the RT podcast on, for example, yeah. during that. I listen to a lot of stream. podcasts too when yeah. I'm doing stuff. Yeah, so. Same. Yeah. so that's one more for your list. Uh, is there anything else you want to actually, I guess you could do that in your sign off if you want to say anything else about the show. We'll, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But if there's anything else you want to say now before we start the sign off, so you're more than welcome to. Uh, no, I'm good. That's okay. really it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, on that note, I wanted to keep this last little section short because uh, we were already a little bit over time. And uh, I'm sure you gentlemen both have things you need to be doing with your lives other than being on State of the Realm. So <laughs> you're both like, hmm. yeah, the food and shit. I, I got to go eat. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And a nice uh, beef, cheese and horseradish sandwich before this. It's excellent. Oh, horseradish. Don't shake your head, Sly. So with that, I'll thank the sponsors and then we'll sign off. So thank you again to SteelSeries. I mentioned them at the start of the show. They are the sponsor for not only my channel, but Stay of the Realm directly. Don't forget about those monthly giveaways. You have to go to the YouTube video and go to the description of it in order to find the giveaway every month. We pull a winner. I announce it here on the show. And then one of you gets to have a sweet new piece of tech. Thinking about grabbing a new keyboard myself because I didn't realize there was a new Apex uh or yeah apex model for uh the steel series keyboards until recently and i just like getting new stuff so that's what i'm thinking of doing we also have to thank our patrons we don't read the names out all the way anymore but instead they're scrolling in the top right so if your name's not there if you haven't seen it at all and you're on the patreon please be sure to let me know that it's not there i had somebody just contact me about that yesterday and i made sure to get that fixed for today 
Um, we also have our patrons of darkness who have gone above and beyond monetarily for uh, quite some time now to support us. So they get the extra little section here because they like to provide us with some art. Considering some adjustments to this and doing something a little bit extra in the future in regards to the section here, we show off some art. But this is Kuja Cross from Genova. He had somebody make uh, almost a Maple Story as Chibi thing. We've been showing this up every week because it's the image that I have. And then we have Kurenai, who is still standing next to, I think it's Ethis in this one. I have Sly, I actually can't find yours. I'm sure if I looked harder, I could find it. Why? Why don't you like the one where he's standing next to you, Sly? Why don't you like it? Why? I was just there. I didn't even know he what took What does that me. mean? Yeah, I was just there. What does that mean? Why are you not you're not proud? I, was there. I, I wasn't posing or anything. I was just there. Oh, so you just you, you weren't you weren't you weren't at your you weren't at your best. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. You wasn't ready. Saying. Okay. Well, literally, I'm looking where it should be, and it goes right from picture number eleven to picture number thirteen. So I legitimately don't know where it is. <laughs> it just disappeared because it's supposed to be picture number twelve. I was actually hoping to find it right here. Actually, no. Is this it? Yeah. There we go. There's a slide picture. That's it for Karen and I. There you go. Looking good, Sly. Looking good. I think you're looking good in that one. That's right beautiful. There. It's beautiful. I agree. You do have a snazzy outfit on right there. So uh, thank you to all of our patrons. Again, thank you to Steel Series. We appreciate you for supporting the show every week as you do. With that, our guests got to go eat. Larry, thank you for joining us. Really glad to have you on. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at if they somehow don't already know. Yes, uh, I am Larry Zor on everything on Twitter and Twitch and YouTube's. That's me. And then the uh, the new podcast is going to be called Dual Cast, so it'll be Dual Cast Show on all those things. So I'll see you guys around there. It's too bad it's not Triple Cast because then you'd be playing Black Mage. That's true. We would need three co-hosts for that. That would no. You don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, that's too difficult. It's too much. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, we have my man who just hates when other people are successful with getting their legendaries. That's it. He just hates it. Don't know why. What's going on, Sly? Where can they find you at? What are you up to? First of all, Larry, thank you again so much for dropping by and dropping some near knowledge as well. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing next month. Uh, yeah, you can yes. find me. At twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox, uh, Twitter at Sly Fox, YouTube.com slash Velvet Room, Facebook, all those things, Sly, aka Gray Fox. Um, yeah, not that much time left in September. So uh, still doing a fuck ton of Iceborne because I got to get up in the guy in the, the grinding lands, as we call them. Um, starting I, the Somnium Files, it just came out today, but because of the schedule, I'll be playing on Thursday. And then, of course, next week is kind of a half week because we will be in San Diego for TwitchCon. So if you are there, you should work. Say hi. You don't bite. I might offer you alcohol. I don't know. We'll see. He might. I've seen he him might. do it before. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, Happy, where can they find you? You can find me, Mr. Happy1227, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. All those things, Mr. Happy1227. Enjoying my September right now as I spend way too much time playing Borderlands 3 and trying to get all those Guardian ranks, get through all true Vault Hunter mode, get a few characters up, collect all the legendaries. It's It's been a hell of a time, and I have been uh, spending so much time that Sly hates me, even though I've been spending more time, so thus I deserve 
to have more legendaries. He's shaking his head no right now because every time we open the chest and he doesn't get something, it's a big fucking deal. But when he gets something, he's like, oh, look, I got something. I was like, ah, cool, man. Congratulations. I get something. He's like, yo, fuck you. You suck. I hate you. So that's what I've been doing for the last few days. <laughs> I will be playing together again uh, Wednesday, September 18th at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, where I'll be trying to help him finish his campaign because I never stopped playing. <laughs> never did. Guardian rank 61, yeah. man. I'm working on it. I'm going to start leveling my Amara tonight because I need more characters with gun space because my bank is almost full of legendaries and I have no space for them. Humble brag, why don't you? God damn I, Sly, when you are level 50 and you turn on Mayhem difficulty on, on true Vault Hunter mode and one boss drops six legendaries, you'll feel the same way. Yo, is, is Genji in that game? Do I don't want to spoil anything story-wise. Can I play as Zero? You can see him. Shit. He's there. Yes. I He's play certainly him. present. Just play, just play Flak. Flak is cool. That's who yeah, I play. Flak's robot Ninja? He's a robot with, with pets. He's a Beastmaster. Right, that'll, that'll do. He's a Beastmaster. Yeah. Yeah. He can, he, can throw, he can throw racks and he's got a pet skag that rolls over and pisses on things. Okay. That'll yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. Yeah. You need help with a campaign, Larry? Let me know. Okay. <laughs> you got it. And you steal all your legendaries. I don't steal. We play on co-op, not co not co cooperation. I play on cooperation, not cooperation. Aloha, stop. Aloha. Now we're wrapping up. You get to say no. All right, he's running. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to do a very short post show, and we will see you all next week for a show that we don't know what it's about yet, and who knows if it'll even really happen because TwitchCon's going to be busy. So who knows? We'll let you know. Follow us on Twitter, and we'll let you know. Thank you for watching. Thank you again, Larry, for joining us. And we will see you next week, hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye. See you next week.